0: Thank you. What's up, everybody? We are back. Welcome to Real Chronicles, brought to you by RealTalking.com. I am your host, David. I am joined with today, Leo. Yo, yo, morning. And for this very special Oscar temperature podcast, I I had to bring someone special in, someone that can keep up with my uh, esteemed Oscar knowledge. (laughs) You brought in
1: reinforcements. I brought in in reinforcements. aren't cutting it. I need reinforcements. I am
0: bringing in Sean... How you doing? And he is part of the Guys at the Movies podcast, right?
2: Yeah, Guy at the Movies Podcast, Math Teacher Movies on Instagram. Uh just in general, honored to be here. And yes, it's good that my uh direct like and uh disgusting obsession with Oscars is paying off to be able to be on this podcast. Yes,
0: this should this should be a fun one. Um he has his big board. He is the uh Mel Kuiper of the Oscar game. I am uh ready to discuss this but before we get into the oscars we are going to get to some of the news of the week a lot of a lot of stuff dropped this week uh first one being we're going to get a 1990 style tango and cash remake with jason momoa and dave batista as um their buddy cough Cuff, Cuff film is heading to mgm i am very excited to hear this leo are you surprised it took this long or was it just the right time for a studio to pick this idea up
1: yeah i think this is about timing i think it's this should be good this should be a fun one
0: sean what about you what do you think
2: well, it's going to be curious to see, uh, this is going to be the, uh, MGM and Amazon, uh, situation. Yes, now, yes. Will they keep this on theaters? Will they keep it on streaming? Will it be a situation where we see it on theaters a bit and then on streaming right after to get it to be like viewed by more people? And, mm-hmm. you know, Will these I mean not that these stars Need even more But I mean wh- I'm, I'm sorry I, I blanked out for a second But it's Momoa and Batista Correct Yes correct yep. that, That's amazing I'm seeing that immediately Like yep. before it comes out In theater somehow Like that's it, just
0: stuff. That's, that's Perfect I, I At this point I'm with Batista The way I'm with The Rock The guy can literally Sit and take a shit For two hours It could be the worst Thing ever <laughs> And I'm sitting I'm sitting and gonna watch it Because it's The Rock So I, I think this should be Some fun stuff And listen I, I come from an era Where we have some Garbage 90s action movies that i sit and love i i live by last action hero i'm sure leo lives by like time cop and shit and garbage like that and we Demolition all love tango Man, man baby. man. baby. so <laughs> this should be a great time uh next bit of news is related to star wars the next two are actually related to star wars so patty jenkins star wars film rogue squadron is being delayed um not too shocking here it seems like it was supposed to be released next december and nothing no casting news no production news has uh come out so not too shocked uh leo thoughts
1: uh i mean I, i'm for it it should be it should be something interesting to look into
0: uh sean what do you think
2: you're gonna get production delays a lot um i don't know yep. if you have this in your news but uh i think uh, also just recently multiverse of madness announced yes delays. yes it was like is it in trouble will this movie now fail completely i think no no reshoots happen yep. i mean they're happening on a grand scale with these movies because they have to get everybody back and then everybody has to come back to atlanta to talk about their like one little thing but like the reshoots do happen delays do happen and then especially when like a pandemic shows up there's even more of them yeah. i agree so,
1: sean dave like so you guys like what at what level should someone be worried when
0: reshoots are happening so i actually was i had this in my notes marvel always has reshoots Every single MCU film has had reshoots. Like Sean mentions, it's not to the extent that these will be because they're shooting every day for the next six weeks. So this is a little bit more extreme on the reshoot. But I don't—I never really see as see it as an issue, to be honest. Unless they do a test screening and that fails, and then they go back to reshoot some other stuff that way. That's when you're yeah. like, you know what? Maybe I should, you know, throw the red flag up. But Sean, what do you think on that?
2: I mean, it's it's when there's some sort of replacement in place. I mean, let's think about what happened when we saw the Whedon Justice League versus the Snyder Justice League. And I don't know how anyone stands here on the Snyder cut. I'm kind of a big fan, but uh, like, you know, when they took it away and they took like in the Whedon cut and everything like that. When you change a director, you know
0: there was a lot of drama behind it,
2: Mm -hmm. and that's never gonna go well that's never yeah. gonna land properly
0: yeah I'm on the same boat i um to answer your question about the Snyder cut we were very anti-snyder cut for until it actually came out i was, I, came out. Yeah,
3: <laughs> <buddy>.
0: <laughs> I, I sat on my soapbox for about two years and said this guy is a hack I do not and I know and I still kind of stand by it the guy can't make a good movie unless it's a director's cut Example, Watchmen, Batman v. Superman, and now Snyder Cut. But I actually really enjoy it. So I'm shocked it's still in my top 20 of the year after 11 months. It's been... I, I was very impressed by it. I. This is exactly what I wish the theatrical cut would have been but no one's gonna sit there outside of us assholes for four hours to watch a a comic book movie i had
2: trouble on my couch (laughs) it's
0: it's crazy because like when i get when i get my press screenings if i get a digital i always like my wife just watching it with me and when i told her i'm like hey i got this i got the snyder cut and it was not like on a sunday night and we started like at five o'clock and i'm like you know this is gonna run as to like nine o'clock right she's like Oh my god. And she enjoyed it too, but that was a that was a tough set. I'm glad my bathroom was right next to my living room. I could just <laughs> jump in there and be good to go. Um but yeah, uh should very interesting to see. But what I think will take its place is um Kevin Feige's Star Wars film, and there is a rumor that Academy Award winner Chloe Zhao will be directing the film. Um Leo and I spoke on Eternals last week. I am more on the mixed closer to liking it more than the vitriol it's getting online uh sean what do you think on the directing news and eternals just quick thoughts on that the yeah the first part of that it's i
2: i'm truly stunned by like how low the grades yeah. were. i'm like you know this is a marvel movie right and you guys you and usually the critics give those a's for the same type of stuff sure this thing had flaws of course it did but they like i was very very confused i enjoyed myself quite a bit um In terms of the directing news, i i went I kind of went both ways on this one when I heard about this. Mm -hmm. I was really like, it still makes sense. It does genuinely make sense. Uh, What what did she say she was going to be like? She was interested in being. being Yeah, there hasn't been. Yeah.
0: So during the during the press tour for Eternal, she had commented that she wants to direct a Star Wars film, and that then the news. That Feige was working on bringing her in it, and you kind of nailed it, it makes sense she just directed Eternals who better than to direct his Star Wars movie than an Oscar winner and she
2: directed a Marvel space movie, like this thing has like a giant life game piece of a head type of alien that is just like you know like larger in all the perspective this is exactly the kind of like person you want handling this and then can go down into little villages of different settings and she manages that and she could probably manage a humanity out of several aspects of these you know let's be honest they were robots like you know yep. uh, <laughs> like they were robots like so you can manage the humanity out there. And there there was there was something great there that you know didn't totally make it but I mean, the Star Wars movie would
0: be great. And I've compared the whole Eternal stuff to the Kirby run of Eternals. People forget, and people that don't really read the comics don't know that Kirby's Eternals run only lasted 18 issues. So it was a controversial run back then. So the I had called this divis- divisiveness between Marvel stands and, like, critics to this movie because I, I, I don't know if you've noticed the same thing. Like, there is such a level of, like, not jealousy per se but we want marvel to fail by some critics out there and it's it it's laughable at this point i think they 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 nitpick at every little aspect of a marvel film just to make sure you know there's some chinks on the armor type of thing um and i've gotten into a lot of arguments with people about this over the last like, couple of years it's just for me it's laughable there are some bad marvel movies and we've discussed them on here but i think they're more good than bad i think
2: yeah, it's it, But it's strange because of like this is the anomaly that's weird is that there are so many of these gigantic space robot fighting Marvel movies that we're getting where the critical response is astoundingly great. Deserves to be. And it's just strange that it went for just this one all of a sudden. And you're right. Maybe finally people were saying people were saying they wanted to uh, like take it down or they were upset that they took a big swing. I didn't see that big of a swing, by the way. This was just a Marvel movie to me. There was no, like, you know, oh, boy, this one changes everything. Okay, it takes place over 7,000 years. Cool. We only saw, like, a little bit of that. Like, it still took place only two and a half hours. Like, it was not like we always, one year here and one year here. Like, they went from Mesopotamia for five minutes <laughs> to, like, all the way here. I, I guess that's their big swing they're talking about, but I didn't see anything crazy or new. And so, I I don't know. I mean... I I, I sometimes wonder, are the critics out to get Marvel? It it didn't seem like it until this one exactly, which it's like, well, where the hell were they to get Marvel out like earlier? Like, why didn't they take down a few other weird ones? Because, I mean, let's face it. And I don't know how we feel on this movie, but Captain Marvel got an exceptional critical response. And I don't think it's as bad as some people think it is. But it's not that
0: good. No, I, I, it is low. It is for me and Leo. I think I don't want to speak on Leo's behalf. He can chime in too, but I feel the same way about Captain Marvel. I think I like the Eternals more than Captain Marvel. I am yeah. much more entertained by the Eternals <laughs> than I was Captain Marvel. I don't give a shit if anyone disagrees with me <laughs> because it's just a fact. You're, they're wrong and we're right on this. I mean, <laughs> there, there there's this level there's this level of like need to love captain marvel and i and i don't get it to me it's lower tier marvel it's near the yeah. thor dark world i said no. <laughs> it's uh so i think
1: thor, thor dark world is unabashedly they are the worst
0: so you can't one.
1: really you can't really describe it to be like oh eternals is, is that bad i feel like captain marvel is right that it's like that middle ground where you decide whether a movie is good or bad like yeah. it's that's the one. He's like, would I rather watch Captain Marvel or Eternal?
0: I'd rather watch Drive. I... Would I rather
1: watch Captain Marvel or um Doctor Strange? Captain Marvel or Black Widow? Like Captain Marvel or Shang Chi? Like if you pass the Captain Marvel test, oh, yeah. you're good. You're, you're enjoyable.
2: I do feel bad because you didn't even mention this one because this one is not even like what is this the worst Marvel movie is. Does it count? And that's the Incredible
0: Hulk. It's like, I, does it count? I, <laughs> it, like, it, you know what sucks about that one is like I have such a sweet spot for that movie. And I don't know why. Every time I watch it, I'm like, man, Abomination is garbage. Everything else doesn't work. and Norton doesn't work. But I really do enjoy this movie. It's I, I will
2: say that the only thing that makes that part of the MCU is Tony Stark coming in in the post-credits, yep. saying like, oh, yeah. oh. Yeah. William yeah. Hurt, you, I heard you're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> or just William Hurt being in the rest of this series now. <laughs> it's like the only thing that ties it in.
0: Any last thoughts on this, Leo, before we move on?
1: Uh, I just think the timing is awesome, because I know last week you and I were talking about like how Chloe Zhao's vision and how, like, cinematically it looked beautiful. Like, the, her direction made for these amazing scenes of just, like, Grand landscapes, and how only you're gonna fix the last name for me, please. Uh, Denis Villeneuve. Bella, Villeneuve. Villeneuve, only Denis Villeneuve. I thought is like can do the same thing with these, like, grand. Like, it, Dune looked beautiful as well. And now that she's getting name dropped for for Star Wars, I'm like, yeah, you know what? I could see it, you know, it's, she has beautiful scenery. I'm like, it would be beautiful in Star Wars.
0: It's great. Yeah, you mentioned Denis because, um. I love arguing with people online that don't know anything that just like to shit on Denis, and they call him Dennis. That's when you know that they don't they don't know what they're talking about. Um <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm all in on Chloe getting a Star Wars movie. And then last news before we get into some of what we watched, we had Disney Plus Day um on Friday. I Woo. was I was at two back-to-back press screenings, so I did as much as I could deep dive to if if I missed anything guys, please let me know. So some of the stuff that was announced was, we're getting cheaper by the dozen again. I i'm good steve martin's steve martin's goat <laughs> i'm good sean you're a fan i can i can tell uh, this is why we ha- like this is the you know disney plus
2: is giving us all this great content and stuff but then they're also just like stream everything else too. create all of the like there's a turner and hooch sequels yeah that i watched a couple of uh, episodes on i don't want to go too far off on disney plus but they are they have content on content on content and all of it was made yesterday yeah. <laughs> Just
3: yep.
0: Uh this one I have n- I full blind spot. I've never seen the movie Enchanted, but um I am excited to hear that Disenchanted is coming out because I've heard that D- Enchanted is incredibly sweet, charming. So I am excited to hear that one. Uh some other highlights that I have here is I'm a Chippendale Rescue Rangers fan. So Yes. Did, did I did I hit the heart on yes. that one? Uh Bravo. This one is more for us Cinephiles. Uh I'm very excited for Peter Jackson as the Beatles get back. What, when does this come out? Because I, I keep on forgetting and I need to know immediately. Two weeks. Two weeks. Okay, good. Good good. And so originally I had this winning documentary, but then Disney said, You know what? We're we're not gonna release it as a six hour movie. We're just gonna we're gonna we're just gonna drop it on Disney Plus and maybe maybe it'll win an Emmy. Well, and then Peter Jackson said, okay, then I'll make it nine hours. Yeah, we'll just. Because <laughs> Peter Jackson, baby. At least we don't need to worry about a Peter Jackson extended cut of this because we're just going to get it from the jump. Um, I don't know how I feel about this next one because everyone and their mother seems to be excited about this. Hocus Pocus 2. We got our first look at the Sanderson oh, sisters. Yeah. Um, they look like they did at the beginning of Hocus Pocus 1 now. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, so, wow. Short, like, a bit. Wow. Um, <laughs> it was it was eerie how similar they look to the makeup in your in the first one. Um, I'm a big fan of the first one. I know it's it's not really a good movie. It's just you know it's an it's, well, it didn't... it's fun nostalgia.
2: Yep. And people are all going to be bummed out about this one when it doesn't really work as well because they're going to lose their fun nostalgia. Um, oh yeah. Like, and the, like, this happens every time they do the revival stuff. And hey, you know what? It's fine. Have your sequel. Get excited about it. Everybody have your hocus-pocus parties. And then you're going to get bummed. It's yes. going
3: to be bummed. I because agree. That's how this works.
2: It's going to be overproduced. It's going to be too, way too well shot. Makeup's going to be too good. Effects are going to be too good. You're all going to not
0: like this. I agree 100%. Leo, thoughts?
1: The, the only thing that could make it worse, or it's possible, because that's the way these reboots kind of happen, is the introduction of a new, younger witch that's possibly going to be a spin-off witch for this grand hocus-pocus <sighs> Disney world.
0: That or if Jash Gad is in it. I think it's one of <laughs> w- one of those two. You said younger witch.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, it's funny. Um, speaking of Josh Gad, before I move on to the next, did you? Uh, we've seen Ghostbusters on here. Leo and I saw Ghostbusters, and um, we saw it back in uh, in October. Do you know that Thumper? That's his name, right? Thumper, the blue ghost.
2: Oh, Slimer. Uh,
0: Muncher, not Slimer. Punt Muncher. 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 That's Josh Gad. Okay, wait a minute.
2: <laughs> what? Okay. So, so they, there's a new uh, called Thumper in the original Ghostbusters no. no, no or just- the new one, the new one. So there's
0: oh, okay. so there is a so there is a new per se slimer in this movie. Yeah. Um you'll see when you see the movie, but um yeah, he's voiced by Josh Gad. You would have never known. It's not really anything newsworthy in terms of, like, a performance or anything. I had no idea who it was. I just thought it was someone making a voice, so it's really not anything. I, uh... it's, a, it's not even a voice. It's, like, noises. It's yeah, like it, ju- noises. it just shows Josh Gad can't stay away from, like, movies. Uh, And yeah. then the last couple of things here that I wanted to highlight before we get into, like, the Marvel Star Wars stuff. Uh, Baymax, that trailer was adorable. Yeah. Mm-hmm and that is it for that then we're getting the marvel stuff there's a lot of marvel here so we got hawkeye the first look at hawkeye i think that may be the best marvel show we've gotten it's gonna be so good
1: <laughs> i'm so excited
0: leo thoughts
1: yeah like looking forward to it i think it's gonna i know that's supposed to take what, place six days before christmas and it's a, like uh and I, I i don't even know where the timeline falls in place nowadays but uh
0: But yeah, it's six six episodes, this one, right? Yes. Uh, Moon Knight looks fun. Looks good. Looks good. Looks like it should be fun. Yep. Um, She-Hulk. The only thing I wanted to add on the She-Hulk, because it really wasn't a very, very big teaser, was um, shout out to Mark Ruffalo uh, with the homage to Bill Bixby. I don't know if you guys peeped that. Um, Leo, I don't know if Sean is into the MCU or Marvel comp. What is Echo? Oh, Oh my
1: gosh. Yo, so Echo. Echo is gonna be introduced in Hawkeye. Okay, and I know in the comics, it, she's like the adopted daughter of Kingpin, who has the power to mimic your fighting skills, kind of like a Taskmaster. Um, but I think she oh. ends up becoming like a good guy.
0: So um, they're gonna hopefully get this one right.
1: I'm guessing this is part of that. uh Yeah, hopefully they get this one right. Uh, I'm guessing there's gonna be more of like this whole Marvel inclusion type of thing where like, because she is a deaf character, um, and as supposed to like you know speak to like that 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 type of like strength through that, um, and then we also have that Kamala Khan show which I think you're gonna show on, so I think it's
0: just yeah yeah I that helmet looks weird on Kamala,
1: but um.
0: <laughs> I'm still excited for Miss Marvel. The one that I'm very curious about your take, because I actually am not really looking forward to this, and I may be blasphemous, the Agatha House of Harkness show. So (laughs) my take is this. I think she's a great... She she made a great appearance on WandaVision, and I think that creating these villain-style shows eventually is going to turn Agatha into another Loki, and I think that may be what Marvel wants to do. But... I think it may be overkill a little bit too quick. Uh Leo, what do you think?
1: I uh, I think it all depends on if there's any plans for this character in Multiverse of Madness. Okay. Like I think if there's anything that makes me want to learn more about the Agatha origins or Agatha cuz like Agatha's in the comics does play a bigger role. Like she's she's a she's a pretty powerful person, character. Um, she plays a bigger part with Wanda and Doctor Strange. So if they do something in that movie that makes it piques my interest to like expand her story. Sure. But other than that, yeah, I think this is one of those that I think Disney just kind of like the fans loved her theme song. Let's give her a show.
0: <laughs> Sean, what about you? What do you think?
2: I mean, we're, we're dealing with Catherine Hahn here. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so that that's something where it's like if you just told me without any, me knowing anything about WandaVision that, oh, Catherine Hahn is going to be in the lead of a Marvel show right there. OK, this could work. This is going to probably work now. Yes, I'm also skeptical about this because, you know, this is the fun character from WandaVision that will this actually stick as someone else. But, you know, she's been around forever. You know, she's been like, you know, kind of parallel in those uh, Eternals quite a bit. Yeah. And so she's been around for quite a while. And there's plenty of like, you know, silly adventures she could go on. It's going to be tricky to see what the style of this is going to be. It's going to be tricky to see where Mm. the story is going to be. Like, will it be? You're right. Will it be the uh, Doctor Strange uh, multiverse of madness situation or will this be like you know her back in her uh, witches days where she just bumps into the the Hocus Pocus sisters or something
0: like that? That's like, a great. Uh, uh, you, you, I there think you should. I think you should email Disney as soon as possible with that idea. Bob
2: Iger will just be like, "Yes." Oh, well, I said Bob Iger. The actual no, Bob Iger is still in charge. Here we can
0: uh, <laughs> text Bob Iger, <laughs> let him know. What Bob Chafik is the absolute fucking worst. Um, so <laughs> totally dumb.
2: I, can't I it.
0: like it, it's like getting the keys to a Maserati, and then you're like, you know what? I'm gonna trade it in for like a Ford Taurus. Like what? What this this fucking guy, man? Uh And then last two bits of Marvel news that I wanted to touch on: uh X Men '97. It's like Marvel listened to what DC was doing with Batman: The Animated Series and said, you know what? Everyone loves the X-Men. We're going to just bring them back. Uh, Leo, I know you're a big fan of that series, so oh, what do you think?
1: yeah. Well, especially because of the way that, like, the, the drama that happened at the end of that show. Like, they changed animation studios, voice actors. Like, if you guys ever did, I guess, I'm guessing you guys did see that last season. And it is straight garbage. So, like, this is more of, like, one of those, a chance to kind of fix that up. And I do know that there is more precedence. Well, I'm not I'm DC did it, too, but... Marvel Comics did release, like, a continuation in, like, text form of, of the animated series world. So I'm guessing maybe that had a good response sales-wise. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, there's a good there's a good chance this is going to hit, too. And I'm guessing, as well, they probably are pulling the numbers of how many people are actually streaming X-Men, the animated series.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, good point. Uh, Sean, what do you think?
2: God, I don't know much about this one. Um, so uh, I won't waste too much of right. your time. All um, right. I, I do quite. Know, I know about the series. I know the series' existence, and I know that the series is this religious level. But, um, you know, and so it's a good business call. So I appreciate what they're doing. And I hope they keep it in that classic realm that it awesome. was in 97.
0: Awesome. And then the last bit of Marvel news I wanted to mention is if you thought you were not going to get the death of Uncle Ben, you're wrong. <laughs> because Spider-Man is coming back in animated form with Spider-Man freshman year. So essentially uh Uncle Ben is dying again and um we're here to see it, aren't we? Leo
1: <laughs> It's it's like it's like we escaped for so long and they really made us think that we were just gonna hopefully just get like a mention of it in like No Way Home. But no. <laughs> this uh yeah, we're gonna get full on origin story, full on Uncle Ben, full on early days of Spider Man year one.
0: <laughs> yep. And then Sean, what do
2: you think? It's just so frustrating though because <laughs> I, I like that this is happening, but I still have no idea what happened to Batman's parents. And
0: um, <laughs> <laughs> I right. um, can get a documentary on that. I just found out their name. uh His mom's name's Martha. Just found that out. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> and she she is an avid fan of pearls, like <laughs> look, look, big time pearl girl. Big time pearl girl. Uh, and then the Star Wars news really isn't anything. Obi Wan just showed a few like you know little uh photos of production uh that's about it so that wraps up the news before we get into the oscar talk uh leo anything you want to highlight that you watch this week
1: uh yeah so in i think immediately after we wrapped up the podcast yesterday i watched some football but then i also was able to find a good stream of uh spencer uh so i was able to watch spencer um it was she did incredible man like holy cow and it's funny because it's like you can see, like the movie was just so good at at making you feel her breakdown. Like I felt uneasy. I felt like what is it, it's it's a it's not like a it's not like the typical movies that I go see for like you know explosions and fun. Um, but this one was it, it hit it hit it hit. I don't think it's for everyone though. I will say mm-hmm. that this that I it, have
0: I a, have a, I have a I have a fun story about Spencer too for you.
1: Okay. Yeah, but I do think like if you go into it like understanding that this is like a movie that takes place in a short amount of time and it's supposed to make you like get into like how she was feeling during this time, like the movie just knocks it out of the park.
0: All right. Anything else you want to highlight?
1: Um started the show Homeland. I heard I heard that was supposed to be a good show, so I started binging it. I started watching it uh yesterday. So, so far so good. Claire Danes is uh I is really really good in it. Um I finished season 1 and I'm looking forward to it. I know this show gets really, really, like, a, a very uh, loving and adoring fandom. So I'm looking forward to see where it goes. Nice. Uh, I caught up on Big Little Lies. Nice. Season two was not as good as season one. I know you and I differ in this. I did catch up on, on, um, on the morning show.
0: That show is awful.
1: I... I, I, I it is It is. oh my god it's it's still not batwoman
0: bad leo that is show is the worst show on television it is so bad i i I, I don't know if sean's laughing agreeing with me or you leo that show is
1: i know the character i i I can't say though your description of like everything that alex does is like mind-boggling terrible like it, it's very reminiscent of when I watch Batwoman. Woman. I just it, want to turn it off. It's
0: shocking that Succession has so many unlikable characters. We love, but the Morning Show just has everyone that sucks, and you just want to turn off the TV. I hate watch that show because my wife loves because my wife loves it, so I yeah. watch with her. It is, uh. <laughs> it is just oh my god. I think for me, still
1: it's still not as bad as Batwoman.
0: Woman. So, Sean, I know and, uh, this is oh anything else? Leo? You're good.
1: Uh, just, uh, Chucky. Uh, oh, just okay. Chucky. Okay, I. could be a fun, a
0: fun watch. I still, ha- I'm going to wait till it's done, and I'm just going to binge the rest after we saw the first episode of Con. Uh, Sean, I know this is like thrown in, thrown at you, but any highlights you want to? I saw Red Notice.
2: Ooh, and uh, this bums me out because like then I'm like the no fun guy when I uh, like <laughs> crap on Red Notice. So I'm gonna, like I just finished my review this morning, and I'm going to post it a little bit later. And I'm like, oh man, I'm going to be no fun now. Because I want to be fun guy when it's like, you know, hey, Ron Reynolds and Dwayne Johnson going on a treasure hunt and goofing off. And Gal Gadot is there. Um, And it's just like <laughs> he's like, you know, one of those things. They focused too much on the humor, which wasn't that great, but still made me laugh. So, like, if you want to laugh, it's there. Like, I'm not saying it's completely unfunny, but it gets repetitive, a little bit annoying. And then. By the end, it was just very unsatisfying, and there was not enough action that I just got some stale Abbott and Costello routines. In there. Oh, that's, and, not, uh, that's a shame. That's it's a shame. really a bummer. Um, I mean, th- but then what did it do? You know, it set up a uh, like, first of all, fun twists and turns that I didn't see coming, and then it sets up a sequel where I mean, I mean, it's not confirmed yet, but this is Netflix. Like, welcome to Netflix, you're greenlit. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> like pretty much like there'll be a second one. And, and it got me psyched to see the second one, which, wow, I didn't like this movie and I'm ready to see the second one. So I, th-
0: I think it's probably cause you know, the rock is going to be in it. And you're like, you know what? The rock helped me win trivia this week. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm, I'm, Boom, there you go. <laughs> um, exactly. For me, I, it, it broke Netflix record Yeah, it <laughs> broke its single day opening day record. But who knows? Who knows? What does you know? that mean?
2: Yeah. yeah, that's not a real thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, like I Netflix
2: I, said a billion people watched it. Yeah. Sure. Like I'm gonna go
0: report where the highest stream podcast of all time on Monday, because we don't have to release any numbers like Netflix doesn't. Um but some of the stuff I watched, I did a lot of I have some press screenings this week, but I did finally finish impeachment, the uh American crime story. Um Sarah Paulson is excellent. Um, Clive Owen surprised me as Bill Clinton. I actually thought he was very, very good. Not a fan of Beanie. I really just, I don't know. The overall series is fine, but I would put the third under uh, uh, OJ Versace and then this. Uh, All right. Uh, I saw Clifford the Big Red Dog. And um, if you have kids, movie is adorable. I actually, it's everything I expected Tom and Jerry to be, and Tom and Jerry is one of the worst films of the year. This was actually pretty cute. I had I had a good time with it. Um, I, already, I saw Passing, which we I think Sean and I may be talking about soon. Um, I thought it was very well written, very well acted. Cinematography was solid. Can't say I love the movie though. Um, the ending goes in a direction I didn't expect. It turned from the movie for me. It felt like it went from one direction to another, especially with I'm not gonna spoil it for you, Leah, but the, and the the ending for me is a little controversial. I didn't really wasn't digging it too much. I also saw Tick Tick Boom. Um, we will absolutely be talking about that movie. Um, Andrew Garfield is I Will Smith has competition. That's all I'm I'm gonna be saying in a little bit. Oh, and I've seen King Richard, so I I can definitely say that if we're looking at performance, Andrew Garfield wipes the floor with Will Smith. But Will Smith has such a strong hold on that career Oscar. Oh, yeah, it's gonna be so <laughs> tough. Um, and then um, <laughs> oh boy, I saw House of Gucci. <laughs> Sean has walked off the podcast um oh my god um it is without a doubt the campiest movie of the year it is not good (laughs) at all it doesn't know what tone it wants to be it essentially i laugh so hard unintentionally (laughs) Because the movie – and I was at a press screen with critics, and we're usually quiet. We don't even talk for the most part unless it's supposed to make you – everyone laughed at, most, at moments that you should not have laughed in. And Adam Driver is in another movie. I don't know what <laughs> movie he's in. I can tell that from the trailers. That guy's 100%
2: pulling in a legit performance yep. and everybody else is a mopping.
0: And honestly, <laughs> Adam Driver is excellent. But he's always fucking excellent, so it's not really too shocking. Guys, Jared Leto. Oh my God, I don't even, I don't even, I don't even know what to descri- how to describe this. It, I don't even think it's a performance. I don't know what it is. It may be the greatest thing I've ever seen on film. It yep. is.
2: Are I you think... talking about two-time Academy Award winner? Yes, let us in. Yes, to be. Yes, Acad- yeah. There
1: we
0: go. Um, <laughs> I don't, Leah. I guys, I don't, I don't even, I don't even know what to say. Al Pacino is Al Pacino. My favorite part of this performance with Al Pacino is when he loses the Italian accent when he's screaming. <laughs> he's like, my name is Aldo. Come on now. Um, but yeah, the movie will definitely appease like casuals. I think it's going to do very well at the box office. Honestly, I think people are going to run to it. Gaga is good, but I think she's extremely over the top. There is, there is a new number two for Kristen, and we're going to get to it when, when we talk about the Oscars now. But yeah, Hasaguchi will be an adventure for many people. So I will, I'll just leave it at that. So, um, so let's get to it. It's time to look at the Oscar temperature for some of these categories, actually all these categories for the upcoming Academy Awards. So before we get started, Sean, if you want to give – I've spoken about how much I love the Oscars. When did you actually get into the Oscars and the whole, the whole race of it all?
2: So it was very silly because, of course, I grew up loving movies. When my mom like took me to Disney movies, and like you know, I'd go see like movies. That, like you know, when I was a little, little, little kid, they would see like bring me to the movies, to see the theater. But it was the movie. Um, it's it oh, this is for everybody, I think. But it was the movie Titanic when I saw that in the gigantic, huge screen. You know, and as a you know, soon to be straight white male at that time, so I was like, you know, I was very <laughs> big fan of like a like portion of that movie as well. And but there was a like large amount of the grand scale that that movie was. Then like later on, I like, you know, they, my folks were watching the Oscars and I'm like,
3: they have awards for this. (laughs) They have awards for movies.
2: And I just plop on the couch with them and watch all of the different, uh, you know, awards that that movie got, which it got like very close to all of them. Yep. Um, And then, um, you know, I was just like, this is great. Now I'll watch movies next year. And the movies next year were, you know, they didn't let me see like, Save your, private, Save your Ryan. private Ryan. And I was like, but this is like, you know, like I saw portions of it that were okay for me to watch. And I was like, this is great. This will definitely get it. The Oscars won't get wrong. They gave it to Titanic the whole time. So then I got my first disappointment of the Oscars. <sighs> <Express. laughs> I will stand by. Not a bad movie. Not a bad movie. It's
0: not. It's not. Yes, you're right. It's not. Yes. It, an awful winner. Not a bad movie.
2: <laughs> it's a, it's, <laughs> I feel always so bad because everyone like just wants to crap on it, which, it does not deserve, but also, what the hell. Uh, <laughs> but so from there, I just started to like, you know, then I was like going into like grade school, high school, like middle school, that stuff. And I just started to chronicle every year and I would just try to watch all of them. I never would until like, you know, a few years back when I literally would binge watch all of them. And then then, you know, yeah, just kept on like trying to uh, do the Oscar polls and stuff. And it's gotten so bad now that I lose every Oscar poll I'm in because i'm overthinking them i'm kind of like the bracketologist that had like yeah it goes yeah. Like crazy with the yeah. stuff and then i'm like middle because there's one person that like you know is just like i you know i just like anthony hopkins so i'm gonna pick him
0: and so- bafta my friend <laughs> bafta that's it and i
2: um yep uh bafta was it but yeah damn it i knew it the bafta i didn't think it had that much pull i just didn't
0: i learned um it's funny you mentioned bafta so for me, like, it's, I have a similar trajectory as you. Like, I, I, for me, it was, uh, I think it was Titanic, the first Oscars I saw because it was such a huge movie. I like the movie, but even at that age, I loved LA Confidential and Goodwill Hunting more. So that's when, but that's when I was like, oh, so your favorite movie doesn't always win. So I kind of just started watching it every year after that. I've been heartbroken. Uh, nothing compares to 2016 for me. Um I'm still not over it. Oh, um, interesting. I I I've been on record on this podcast for 5 years talking about how I am the biggest La Lala La La Land fan in the world. I I'm obsessed with that movie. It's literally jumped into like my top 12 favorite films of all time. I I am a big fan of I'm a big fan of older musicals. I love musicals from yeah. the from the 30s, 40s and 50s and I love that Giselle was Lala La Land was able to create something original and not just lean on a remake of a musical or an adaptation, even though it essentially is uh, an American version of of Umbrellas of Shabort. But, um,
2: Oh yeah, it is. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) You're
0: right. Absolutely. (laughs) Holy crap. Uh, I've seen both of those. The endings are perfect. Perfect. (laughs) Thank you. Someone that agrees with me on the ending of La La Land, because I, I, when I first saw the film, I saw it with my then girlfriend. Um, and she was like I hated the ending. I'm like, "No, no, it's perfect. They both got what they wanted. She is a star, he is a runs a jazz club. They had their moment in the sun." No pun intended to the song. Um <laughs> <laughs> They had their moment of love and now they went on their own way and they both accomplished success. It works. Anyway, going back to Oscar night, um BAFTA them not doing as well on BAFTA is the first time I got worried because it was such a dominant force that season. Um I still don't think Moonlight would do it, but that's what started worrying me was BAFTA. And then ultimately what happened happened, which I still blame the 2016 election for that. But that's another story for another, another time. <laughs> um, but yeah. Th- for me, like, I, as I got older, I realized that it's not just the Oscars that determine this. There's this giant thing called the Oscar season that you have to pay attention to, like, a hundred movies and a hundred festivals and all that fun stuff. So it's, it's a great time. I love doing this. This is f- the funnest part of the year, and always doing a year in advance prediction is always fun to see how stupid I am. Um, and how right I, I can am. never
2: do it. I can Um, never in a million. Whenever I try to do a year in advance, I'd get way too anxious, and I'm just like, nope,
0: nope, nope. (laughs) Right now, I am looking at going four for ten, which is still good, not completely awful. (laughs) (laughs) Like right now, right now for me, the contenders that I have there that are still in it are being the Ricardos, West Side Story, um, Nightmare Alley, and Don't Look Up. Those are like my four that are still still in the race. What are the other ones? Oh my God! All right, that's what I want. I want some shame from <laughs> right. it. let me l- let me bring it up. Um, Clifford, <laughs> <laughs> I did have Clifford. Not gonna lie. Ah, uh, one second. Let me get this up because I have it. I did this in March, so one second. Uh, where... Leo, any any, for for doing this. any thoughts on the Oscars? While while, while I look for this, uh,
1: so it's funny. My intro to the Oscars was more—I uh, don't know. It was it was the award. It was just watching the awards with my mom. Like she would watch it for the dresses and the gowns and like the whole red carpet thing. So it would be cool to just watch like these celebrities you've seen in all these performances get all cleaned up all of a sudden. It's like, wow, you are breathtakingly gorgeous. And I I, I just wa- I just finished watching you in Monster, Charlize Theron. What the heck is this? <laughs> and then like now I'm in love. Uh but no, um I think the first time I started paying attention for real was twenty fifteen because um um optimum cable had this thing where you can go on Tuesday to the movie theaters for free just for being an Optimum member. So I would go I would go to I would go play basketball in the morning and like Dave, you know Hoboken's theater that was right right by the viaduct? I used to go play basketball and on the way home I would just stop by the movie theater every Tuesday and I caught every single Best Picture nominee. So by the time the award show came through, I was like, I actually had a horse in the race where I'm like, well, oh, you know what? I think it'll be Spotlight because I think it's like the best. Product. cause I actually watched every single movie that season, and I'm like, okay, that this was is the... something
0: I could get into. And then, good winner, yeah. not the right winner. Mad Max Fury Road was right there. Ah, know, no, man, it was Michael never was gonna happen. It, uh... <laughs> it was Michael
3: Keaton, damn it.
0: <laughs> um, all right, I found it. So it's actually not as bad as embarrassing as I as I expected it. So my number one. Year in advance winner was "Don't Look Up." I don't think it's gonna that, win. That's not out yet. I mean, I mean, it's not. It's not gonna be winning, but still good. <laughs> number two, I had being the Ricardos, and we have first reactions, which have been really positive. So we'll. I don't think it's winning Best Picture, but at least I I feel good about a nomination. Uh, number three was House of Gucci. Not bad? Still, still in the race. Uh four was Licorice Pizza. At that time, called Soggy Bottom. I Very can't. Good. Uh, number five was a big swing and a miss in the Heights. Unfortunately, that's, that's, <sighs> that not... really sucks. That that's yeah. not really uh, this is a real swing in the miss. The French dispatch. Ah, <sighs> I, I like that movie quite a bit, but yeah, it's not going to be anywhere. I, I had third act problems. I hate the third story. I love the first two stories. You can do that. The next one, uh, Canterbury glass, but it's not even coming out Didn't push, next yeah. year. Uh, number eight was nightmare alley. Uh, Number nine was West Side Story, which may or may not be a thing. And then number ten was Dune. So those are my those are my ten. Even the ones you're like like
2: crossing off technically, because you're saying it's four out of ten, are like still around there. Like Don't Look Up and House of Gucci. They're they're not gonna be there there's nominations that will occur in those. I'm yes. pretty sure.
0: Oh right? yeah. Yeah. So let's get into it. Uh Leo, any That's questions fun. that you may have, please feel free. No, no, no,
1: we're definitely gonna listen. See, like, what, what should I start watching now? Then?
0: <laughs> so we're going to start We're going to start from the Not going to say the bottom But we're going to start from International feature and work our way up through the text And then actor, actor, supporting actor So uh, the suspense will be there So my five right now International feature I have Flea Do you have Flea, Sean?
2: Um, I, I embarrassingly don't have a five I was just going to comment on Oh, okay, cool, one. cool So <laughs> I, I,
0: I have Flea I have a hero I have the worst person in the world. I have drive my car and I know I have balls for doing this. It's my number 3 favorite film of the year. You know where I'm going. I have Tatan. Okay. You're damn have... right you have Titan, baby. <laughs> it,
1: You're damn right, right you have, have Titan.
0: Five? What happened? Why isn't
1: Titan your number
0: 1? I thought because like it, it was... won it won it won the Palme d'Or.
1: So you don't think it's gonna win the? You think it's 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 gonna be better? It's gonna be better place in a different category?
0: No, 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 no. Let me tell you something. From I'm Shauna Cena too. I assume so. I am going to label label, label it a lot like this. I am thinking about the eighty five year old Oscar voter that's gonna watch Tatan at home <laughs> and turn it off after twenty minutes. <laughs> and then I'm also thinking about the eighty seven year old Oscar voter that said, "You know what? I'm gonna get past this mind fuck, crazy and bat shit." 20 minutes and then i'm gonna see his reaction at the end of the movie with the final shot of the movie and then i'm gonna say are they gonna vote for titan to win best international feature i don't think so but i am going to have the ball to just keep it at a number one until further notice
2: so um, I, I look at these first of all i agree with all five uh, okay um, and i've seen quite a few of them um uh, i i've heard for my money on who's gonna win um, Teton would be absolutely nuts. And my one thing about Teton with it is that the the French chose it. France chose it, which, yeah. first of all, it was the biggest news in the entire world. Like that, when I found out that. I couldn't believe that they're, they're flinging behind this movie, which is amazing but is wildly unconventional. Yep. Um, Drive My Car has a lot going for it. Um, the Worst Person in the World has a lot going that, for it.
0: That's so. who I think is going yeah. to
2: win in the end. That's what I think is going to win. Now, here's the thing that I – we could just talk about this because we're going to talk about Flea in a lot of different categories. Yes, we are. And we're going to now talk about where the hell is Flea going to win. like, And then it gets a little bit uh, nasty because I don't think it'll be animated. Probably not.
0: I don't think so either. And I think where I have it winning right now, Sean, is the most dangerous category because of that branch. And I think you know where I'm going with this one. Um So, Leonie, thoughts outside of You Need to Watch the ton <laughs>
1: No so it's funny cuz I, I guess like based on my knowledge of it i knew about the palm door so i was like oh this must be a shoe in to win no, Oscar. no, no, no,
0: no. <laughs> now, now when you Palme watch it's weird <laughs> yeah oh, all God, that the, that it parasite is. transition doesn't happen yeah. every doesn't rarely really happen often
2: i forgot parasite one, Yeah, because yeah, Parasite won Palm Dior, and then like people started like taking Palm Dior seriously and being like, Oh, I won Palm Dior, so that means it's gonna win.
0: It's like, No, 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 <laughs> no, like so weird movies guys, win Palm Dior.
1: Would you say, guys, like if winning TIFF or any of the other festivals prior? to that more, like a,
0: a, a... Uh, TIFF audience award is very important to the front runner status, doesn't really mean yeah. anything in the end, um, okay, okay. but it kind of helps you kind of decipher who's your number one in picture. When you, as God. the season kind of starts, um, so yeah, I think we're on the same boat. Worst person in the world is probably going to win, but if Tatan wins, I'm flipping shit in my house during the my, during my Oscar party. When, when Jane Fonda looked up and said,
2: "Parasite." Like that is the same with Tatan is gonna win. Yep. They'll probably pronounce it wrong. Oh. But I will absolutely be throwing tables.
0: Nothing annoys me then when people talk about Tatan the and they call it the Tane. It's it's I'm like until I saw the movie and they said it and I was like, Oh <laughs> And then moving up is kind of where we get to start talking about flea and we go to documentary feature. So I'm gonna go from five to one here. So I have Attica, I have President. I have The Rescue, which I absolutely hated, and I wish I would liked it more than I did, than most. Um, Summer of Soul, which is my probably favorite of the five, and then Flea, I have Winnie right now. And why Why I mentioned, and I'm sure Sean knows this, Leo. So the documentary branch, the last couple of years, I had the tendency of not nominating the favorite. <laughs> like, so many times. To- I mean, w- what was last
2: year, like... Boys State, Boys State and uh, um, yeah. uh, Dick Johnson is dead. We're both not nominated. And I'm like, well, okay, what's the point of having this category this year?
0: Yep. Then we had in 2019, it was uh, Apollo Apollo 11. That was the and, favorite. Uh, and then the year before that was Won't You Be My Neighbor. Yeah, Won't You Be My Neighbor.
2: Yeah. And then also Three Identical Strangers, which yes. wasn't as high up as Won't You Be My Neighbor, but it's a Neville documentary. So what's interesting here is you don't have – and I want to know if you – intentionally left it out due to possible controversy
0: of it, Roadrunner. The controversy has really changed my perspective on it because when I started in August, July, August, I think that's before the controversy started really hitting, I had it at like my number two because Flea had still has this giant momentum. So I've always had Flea number one. I would like to see Roadrunner get in, but will the Oscars just want to bring up that controversy again on their show. That's where what I'm at right now. Yeah, I think the controversy just sort of killed the momentum. It's
2: not that the like Oscars are avoiding it because of that, like, you know, the recording issue situation. I think it's now that like that that killed any momentum. And so now I just think that branch is just not even like it's just Looking not on it. radar. Yeah. Yeah.
0: If um, it I will I will say, Sean, if it makes the short, I mean if it makes the gets into the bake off for docs, then I can see it maybe slipping. But it has to could, get into that bake off, I think. Yeah. I always forget about the bake-offs. <laughs> that's such a wild what's thing. The, what's,
1: what's, what's the bake-off?
0: So the bake-off is essentially like, not every branch does this, but I think the documentary branch, the makeup branch, the score branch, they have, they round out their list to like 25 or 20 or 15. And from that batch, that's where your nominees come from what's horrible about that is you'll get like last
2: year where you know it was uh you know welcome to chechnya was on there which was one of my favorite documentaries of last year and i said well now it's definitely gonna get nominated and probably win i said to the filmmaker when I, when i interviewed him which i shouldn't have said that probably, <laughs> so <laughs> that it didn't get nominated um but uh yeah so you you get this like weird hope when that happens um Got and it. it's it's it gets uh it gets tricky um, I want to talk to you about Summer of Soul because that seemed like you said sort of that was your favorite and- out of the five. I-, I liked it a lot. I really did. It's my favorite. Without a- it, I love that movie, and I think it's getting a lot
1: of popularity. Yeah, a lot.
0: Have you seen it, so- Leo?
1: That's the uh, Questlove one. Questlove right? one. Yeah. yeah, it's no, I haven't
0: seen it yet, but I definitely have it on like my. It's a very good. Uh, I've I've talked to you about the Woodstock documentary, right? The Woodstock '98. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's not in 1998, but it's a very good parallel to watch both of these because it also summer so kind of touches on like how peaceful this was as compared to Woodstock which is people don't really look at how batshit crazy the original Woodstock it wasn't just about peace and love and all that nonsense Um, it essentially was a, sh- a shit show like 1998 was so um, <laughs> just less cameras yeah <laughs> exactly less cameras Um, which one do you think doesn't get in Sean because you know it's going to happen my guess is, oh, my guess is, unfortunately, Summer of Soul. I think that's the one that's. I think be so that. too. That's the shocking oh. one that we're going to be very sad about.
2: So I haven't seen Attica yet. It's good. And I saw that. I, I saw that Tiff. Yeah, I think there's a chance Attica all of a sudden like drops off. Um, like because I am wondering this because right now Flea Rescue definitely <laughs> on Summer of Soul. You're right. That could be the one that they like chop off. Um, I I don't think I've actually seen or heard anything about president. so you, you floored me on that one.
0: That one I haven't seen, but I've been kind of yeah. been looking at, when I'm doing my predictions, I'm like, alright, I have four for sure that, I, that I'm that i good at. I kind of want to just see what everyone else is looking at. Every, a lot of people are picking presidents, so right now it's at my default five because I want to see it and just kind of see if it's worth me keeping it in there. I was thinking if they really like Edgar Wright and they don't want to give a they weren't, you know, if Last Soho was actually a thing, that they would put the Sparks Brothers in there. But I, you know, when it comes to like list of movies that I'd rather watch paint dry, that's one of them. I, 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 that was I it. yeah, I found, I they found listed albums. Yeah. I found, <laughs> I found the Spark Brothers to be one of the most boring, <laughs> torturous movie experiences of the year. It's not a bad movie per se, it's just boring. And I, oh, oh, I don't know if you've seen Deshaun, The Velvet Underground. That was the other one
2: that I see, I like that more. Of when it comes to Sparks Brothers and Velvet Underground, two bands that I could care less about and know nothing about, and it was just like, oh wow, one of them is actually getting me interested. That's the Velvet Underground documentary that actually like got me interested in. I'm like, ooh, I'm like, it's like I'm watching an Andy Warhol movie, yeah, which means it's trippy as hell. And, like, still giving me some info. Sparks Brothers were like, and then they released an album in March of 90. <laughs> <laughs> and then they released another album in March of 90. He,
0: he nailed it. <laughs> Sean, Sean nails it. Like, quick backstory on Velvet Underground. I, so how New York Film Festival did it this year was, if you go to a screening at, let's say, 10 a.m., and your next screening is at 12, you don't have to make the press line again. You go to a return line. So I went early. I'm like, you know what? French Dispatch is at 12. Let me just go see Velvet Underground. Worst case scenario, I catch a nap. I was so into it, especially with Andy Warhol of it all. It is, it is a very interesting documentary, much more interesting than I expected. And like Sean said, it's not like we're going from album to album. It kind of just blends in everything. So I actually think you'd you'd be into it, Leo. It's actually very very interesting stuff. Um, as we move on to original song. Oh wait, before Sean. So you do have Flea winning this, right?
2: Um, this is where I get all like a uh, schmarmy on my uh, prediction. Um, I think yeah, of the like possible things that Flea could get, I think it's documentary. I think documentary is right. I think the rescue is losing steam. Um. Because we didn't really talk about it, I liked it a little bit more than apparently you did. Yeah, but I also get the criticisms. Um, and uh, the song at the end of uh, the rescue
0: was one of the worst songs oh, that was ever Sean, made in the history of the world. You didn't plan to do this, but that's a great segue to your original song. Because I let's
2: talk about my least liked category of all time. Because uh, this this <laughs> is the one that screws things. Up. So I like, go for it. Yeah,
0: I have that. Awful, awful song <laughs> in my number five spot. It is. Oh, no, it's in there. Oh, it's getting nominated. It's getting nominated, baby. Oh, oh it's my in there. Oh God, it's so bad. Last, I, I, I need, I need an inspirational nomination like last year with the uh, the song from the Wolf Ferrell movie.
2: Husevic was amazing. I, I mean, that was just truly beautiful. And Should one have of one.
0: And one of them. And I agree. I, I didn't pick it because I'm sane, but that is my favorite of the bunch. I picked it. (laughs) Oh, you picked it to win? Oh, kudos, (laughs) man. I thought you were going to get nuts. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is not Batman 89, (laughs) and the Oscars were not Jack Nichols, (laughs) because they definitely did not get nuts. Or Michael Keaton. Um, No, (laughs) I... Sean, was that, was that your Cinderella pick? You were like, "Oh, this is what it is. This is how my bracket." No, is I was, com-
2: is. I was confident in that one, man. I was confident in the Hoosific. I was like, there was no real front runner for original song. Like, there really wasn't. Like, uh, you know what's crazy,
0: Sean? I agree with you. This category fucked me last year because I'm like, you know, one night in Miami got fucked. But you know, they're gonna give Leslie the Oscar. He's double nominated, and then they didn't give it. So I don't, you know, it is. That, that was the traditional thing to do. You did the right thing. Like yep. you absolutely did the right thing. Yeah. Um, But outside of Believe, I also have Down to Joy from Belfast. I have Dos. So this one's tough because I don't know if this is going to be the final one that they submit. So I have Dos or- mm-hmm. Orguillates from Encanto. Oh, oh, yeah. No, well, that hasn't come out yet. They want to see what hits. Yeah,
2: so right, I, yeah. I
0: I will say Song from Encanto will get in. It may not be this <laughs> yeah. one.
2: It's going to be one hey. of them a damn song from
0: Encanto's getting in. Yep. And then my my top 2 is No Time to Die at 2 and mm-hmm. Be Alive. Uh Beyoncé's winning an Oscar. This seems like a stand, uh, like a home yeah. run.
2: What's it from again for King the, Richard? The, oh,
0: oh Jesus, yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. <laughs> 100% that's happening. Beyonce's winning an Oscar. I'll say the strong second place is what you're talking about with uh Encanto. Uh, um with uh they're going to probably submit a song written by Lin-Manuel Miranda. Yeah. They're gonna try to get him that egot. He got, he's um, one away. Which at this point, like I, I'm a little bit bitter, and you know what? I'm a little bit bitter at La La Land because the music
0: was amazing, but he could have gotten it with Moana. So yeah, he should. He should have submitted. You're welcome, and maybe that would have won because that is the better yeah. song. Hot take. You're oh. Not- All right, next up. <laughs> 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 never have you been able to stop me <laughs> <laughs> I am very no it's funny because I've never and I respect Moana a lot but I've never been a really big fan of it outside of the rock really? yeah and it's and I love all Disney movies it doesn't like I I think Zootopia is one of like the best films of like the best past 10 years it's so okay. so good Um, I don't know Moana just for some reason I'm one of the outliers on that but uh, yeah Beyonce's this one's pretty easy. Beyonce's winning the Oscar. It's really? gonna be in a best picture. It's a song from the best a best picture nominee and possible winner of Best Picture. So yeah, Beyonce's winning an Oscar. Uh I think one to drop though, um, and this is a weird,
2: this is a very hot take, but if this is the ultimate surprise would be uh the Eilish No Time to Die. Um I think the song's fine. Um I think it's a fine Bond song, but Bond Songs didn't always used to have the always get nominated track record yep. that they have now. And um and then you always win, unfortunately, with Sam Smith's like track record that they have uh you know in that situation. Um but I think that boy, yeah, that's a tough one. So um, but to yeah, throw
0: to throw to throw defense on why I think it will remain. So I think it's gonna stay because they want Billy Alley shot the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Well there's gonna be a couple of like, you know, Hey, please watch the
2: Oscars yep. moves like that one that and I Beyonce. definitely will talk about. And Beyonce will be one. I mean, Beyonce is like at the Oscars being nominated for a thing, like, is going to draw at least 10 to 30 billion people. That's yep. not a, that's yeah. more than the world population, but still. And exactly. I, even, <laughs> even aliens will be tuning in. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: Xenomorphs are going to tune into the Oscars <laughs> to watch Beyonce. Um, no, I agree 100%. I think, and I think the Oscar performances this year may not be. horrendous so we have Beyonce we have have, (laughs) Lin-Manuel at the very (laughs) least least
2: they'll be there (laughs) yeah exactly
0: Um, original score which is one of my favorite categories of the year so far Um, right now I have because we love his work on succession I have Nicholas Patel for don't look up I have Nicholas I'd have Nathan Johnson for Nightmare Alley and then these are the big three these are the no doubters are getting in uh, Johnny Gr- Greenwood's getting in twice for the power of the dog and Spencer, and then my winner, the best score of his fucking career, fucking Hans Zimmer in yeah. Dune.
3: Yes.
0: I I, no. if he doesn't win this year, he's never winning again. That's kind of where I'm at.
3: Yeah, he
2: I, I checked it. Has he had won once or he has won zero times? He's
0: won once for the Lion King in 1994. I do remember that he, yeah, so
2: 94 Lion King, damn worthy. But, I mean, come on, give him back again. And this is his score. You are absolutely right with that. The Dune score, I mean, you know, hey, we haven't gotten into many technicals yet. But, I mean, let's face it like when we're like the dune scores like right now like you know there's going to be a lot of dune technicals i think oh, yeah. and i think there's going to be a lot of dune wins for that but this will be this was one of the big ones that i felt because sometimes you know han has been uh, teased for his little like you know
3: mm-hmm. yeah yes, yes, yes. he does he, he
2: he has that sort of signature move here but he brings it into something better that really just like envelopes this film and but i do want to highlight you know johnny greenwood's uh scores because uh well i've I've seen Spencer. I don't think I've seen the other
0: one. Power of the Dog, uh, yeah. I haven't um, seen the other one yet. But Spencer, Spencer was yeah. amazing. Spencer's score is something um I what a, how do I describe it? <laughs> the best way to describe Johnny Greenwood's score in Spencer is that it really demonstrates Kristen Stewart's Diana's trauma because you have yeah. you have shift in tones of the score within the first five minutes of the movie and you're like, okay, okay. So this is going to be a score that really transcends like what Diane is feeling. And man, does that fucking score slap. <laughs> um, <laughs> you you are... Le- it's so funny because this, this will seem like a criticism as I say this, but it's
2: absolutely not. That score was extremely uncomfortable. Yep. Yeah, that, you I was it. <laughs> squirming in the theater. I was just like... I, I literally at some point was like, please stop. Once again, this all seems like it's not a compliment, but it is for this movie. Yeah. It was... Beautifully intrusive, and uh, I just want to say shout out Nicholas Patel. Uh, he made the succession theme, so he deserves the Nobel Prize. Not yes, Nobel, yes, not I, I, Prize. I'll
0: be right behind you on that petition. It is excellent. <laughs> um, I will say with with the Spencer score, it is it kind of makes me think of yesterday. Uh, my wife saw it yesterday, and I went with her to see it. Um, I forgot to mention it before, but. When people thought they were getting a Princess Diana biopic and they left the theater upset was one of the best feelings I've had in a theater in a very long time. It, it, it I'm like, you've never seen Jackie, have you? It is, <laughs> It was quite hilarious. I can't say that I didn't have a great time people s- seeing people upset. But yes, doing shit with the Oscar. And it's funny, um, Sean, I get your take on this. I don't. Even though Hans has one, I just think he hasn't won another because he's always in a group with a better score. People talk about Inception, yeah. but Social Network is one of the best scores yeah. of the decade. You're, you you weren't beating Atticus yeah. Atticus and Ross there.
2: It's always a very important thing to look at that, and this is just a wide strung thing. But it's yeah. like Alfred Hitchcock never won a competitive Oscar. I'm like. Look at the movies he was against, bro. Don't remind. Like me. I mean, don't remind. That, like,
0: that. Those are. It's bad, but look at the movies he was against. It's tough. It's I think. Tough to say it. I think. Um, oh no, he shouldn't have won for the. He shouldn't have beat the apartment. So I can't. I can't go that far. You're this right. You're right. Thinking to myself, yep. man. Don't do it. Don't do Hitch, it. Hitchcock, Hitchcock's my favorite director, but then I sit at all his nominations. I'm like. Damn, I prefer that movie, but like, he shouldn't have beat Billy Wilder for for The Apartment. The Apartment is a masterpiece. You yeah, you can't do it. <laughs> but yeah, do, is there anything I'm missing that you think we'll be getting in? Or this is actually you said this is your favorite
2: category, or this year you said, but one of my
0: favorites. Your- yeah, I'm bad at this category. Um, I don't
2: notice music. When, which is a good thing, that's the point of it, I think. Yep. Like you know, I, I never really noticed the scores. So when someone like, I walk out of a movie and someone's like, "That was a magnificent score, I'm like, "Yeah, it was and I <laughs> it <on> YouTube." <laughs> and then I find out, oh yeah, marriage story was a good score, but I had no idea of it because I was like distracted by crying the entire time. How about you stop listening to
0: music? <laughs> I'm 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 dude, such a dude. yes. How's
1: how's how's the score for last duel? Because last duel to me feels like a nah. movie that might have an awesome score. Ah right, no? nah. uh, okay.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. yeah. The movie's better than the score. I'll say that. Yes. Um, <laughs> so let's move on to makeup and hair styling. Um this one I have Cruella as my five. I have Spencer at four, Nightmare Alley at three. I'm I think I'm switching this next. Um right now I have Dune at two, House of Gucci at one, but this Jared Leto thing just—I can't quit. I can't <laughs> quit House of Gucci for for Jared Leto. But then Dune has Stellan Skarsgard, and I'm like, oh, where do I go? Sean thoughts? This is makeup and hairstyling
2: now. <laughs> so you know, sometimes best actor goes to the best performance. Sometimes it goes to the uh, most acting. Uh, best <laughs> picture sometimes goes to the most of the movie, or sometimes it goes to the actual best movie. Makeup and hairstyling goes to the most. Makeup and hairstyling, and that is it. Yeah, you know, costume goes to the most costume. We'll talk about that in a little bit, probably. Um, but so in this case, like, I would love this to go to Spencer desperately, like desperately, desperately. I agree. Desperately. I agree. This
0: is going to Gucci. This yeah. is going to Gucci
2: in a handbasket.
0: It's and it's literally just for Jared The makeup is fine yeah. in the movie, but like it's just yeah it got, performance. What it is, he really does completely. You know, oh man, oh Jared. <laughs> I'm going to be so furious because I am not a Jared Leto fan at all. Oh, you're going to hate him. You're going to hate it even more. Oh, (laughs) let's just put it this way. I am indifferent with Jared Leto. The Jared Leto haters are going to fucking. Oh, man. If they hate him before, I think they're going to eviscerate him after this. He he has a lot of moments when he's like, oh, literally that noise. (laughs) And it just sits there like. Really got let to sit there for like a few seconds after he finishes for that awkward silence. Not, not, not great. Um, but yeah, this one seems House of Gucci. And then uh moving on to visual effects, this one's I'm guessing mm-hmm. a lot here, Sean. I don't know. I only I know Dune's winning. That's the only thing I know. Uh, right mm-hmm. now I have Finch, Nightmare Alley, Spider Man No Way Home, and The Matrix. That. I, this is tough. God, this is the this real, is this is the t- this is the toughest category I had. I mean,
2: let's see. So you had Finch, Nightmare Alley, Spider Man, No Way Home is so Finch is a very interesting pull. I think
0: Finch is a cause it I it, like it. It has the minimal CGI that the Academy has been going for lately. I don't think it's winning, but I just feel like it reminds me of like uh, Ex Machina, very minimal in the CGI, but it's effective. Um. And That's like, about. are you, you. Did you have Matrix? I did. That's my number two right now.
2: Yeah. Okay, good. Yes, yeah. so that that would be the good number two. I I I don't know what the heck Spider-Man. No way. I don't know what it's gonna it is. be. Yeah. Like I don't know, yeah, like, I don't know it. what it's like. I am like in ge- like not in v- VFX in general. I don't know what it's gonna be as a movie, as a Marvel property, as a thing I see on a screen in a visual medium. I have no idea what this is gonna like end up being. So I'm I'm perplexed by this. Um, I don't think so. The other one I was gonna bring up, boy eternals is like it's the it's the newer marvel movie i mean like because i don't think the marvel movies get a lot of respect in the vfx departments they should have won for infinity war oh god how did that not happen um the other ones i'm looking at here um of course i'm doing a little cheating on gold derby which is a terrible site to look at
0: you do have dune winning though do you
2: do have dune winning I can't imagine anything but Dune winning. Yep. Um, I mean like, we, like what, whatever the matrix, matrix resurrection is going to give us will be what dethrones it. I think that's yep. the only possibility. I, I agree. The Nightmare alley. No, I don't think so. Um, I don't think it does, but that, that's, that's, I, I go,
0: I vote Dune. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Uh, next up is film editing, which is Leo, uh, Sean will probably, it's a, this is one of the most important correlations to best picture. <laughs> um, if you want a chance to win Best Picture, you better be nominated in um, film editing.
2: I just, I just laugh because it's the
0: weirdest, weirdest, thing yeah. that's beyond true. <laughs> like, I freaking hate this thing. You'd think, and you'd <laughs> think, Leo, it'd be like, hey, screenplay correlation, to picture. Yeah, no, it's, it's yeah. film editing, yeah.
2: writing the story with the movie. No, it's how the
0: person makes the cuts.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> I. I actually feel good about my five. I guess we'll see what happens. So at my number five, I have Licorice Pizza right now. Good call. Number four, I have Being the Ricardos. Before the reactions came out, I already had it because it's a Sorkin film. And Sorkin editing is usually, you know, you either love Sorkin or hate Sorkin. But it's always like, cut, 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 cut. So number three, I have West Side Story. Number two, I have Don't Look Up. And then number one, I have Dune. And that could that could that could be a place where if Nicole Kidman is gonna sneak up and win the Oscar, being the Ricardos has to win another award. This could be one that it could win. I have I feel f I feel good with my five, but I could I right now Dune's a placeholder. Yeah, I I
2: like those as well. I mean the other ones I think about are um and the, these are from me not seeing them yet, although I'm seeing a few of them today. But uh the power of the dog, uh Belfast. And Nightmare Alley um, are all other ones that, you know, once again, are we actually like predicting like, you know, well cut editing? I guess we're talking about that when it comes to uh, like the being the yeah. Ricardo's. But what, what are we talking about? Actually, here we're talking about Best Picture. Like we're talking about what like, you know, Power the Dog, uh, B- um, Belfast or, you know, we don't want to do, spoil them now, but they are kind of like close to the top for Best Picture. Licorice Pizza, no one knows about it at all, but it's a PTA
0: film. That's cut well. So uh, I've I've spoken to a few people that saw it already. And they nice. said it's it may be his most accessible film, meaning that the academy is going to eat it up. So
3: That's huge. Yep.
0: I I we're going to talk about it in a little bit. I have PTA finally winning an Oscar this year because if he doesn't make accessible films, Leo, have you seen any PTA films outside of There Will Be Blood? I don't think so. No. So, um I think if you haven't seen, have you seen Boogie Nights? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So he directed. That's probably okay, a, okay. to this point his most accessible film is Boogie Nights. Um, outside, of that, so. yeah. outside of that, outside of that, that doesn't really happen. But um, yeah, Sean's right. It's if you want to, and it's funny because I have my number one in picture. I don't even have it in the editing right now because <laughs> I've because I've seen this movie and I don't think the editing is really that spectacular. I think it's it's solid, but I would. I'm seeing Dune, seeing being the Ricardos and I'm not be, not seeing it yet, but seeing Sorkin films and seeing, you know, uh, Adam McKay films. I I don't know. That's kind of where I'm at now. But yeah, this one, this one has a lot of options. It would be great
2: to see a long. I, I always like when a uh, long run film a film with a long run time um, wins best editing. Cause people are just like, oh, I guess they didn't edit it enough. Yeah, so it shouldn't be about that. <laughs> that's not what that's about, you jackasses. <laughs> it's about you know, like it's about like actually holding something together. It's actually more impressive if it's a long runtime because you're cutting together scenes that work for a certain energy. And Dune did that so well. Yep.
0: And then the, um, it reminds you of one Thelma, one for the Departed, and people gave her shit because it's like a almost a three hour movie. And I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> you know, the editing is a little clunky at times, but there's a lot of transition there that work because of. <laughs> almost editing oh god yeah, um, oh god, yeah. that's the, that's part of the part of the high energy of that for sure and then all right moving to the next one we're almost at the top tier level here costume design um nightmare alley i have a five four i have house of gucci i have dune at three my winner would be cruella at two uh and then i have spencer at one it's that's it, it, holy crap that's mine <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, i'm looking at these right now that i'm uh looking at and that I think that's going to be the five because I'm looking at once again, cheating on gold Derby. Um, And uh those are the top five you have there. And truly those are them. Don't count out Cruella. Oh, I hope I that, I, that would be interesting if that could get in there, except well, see. I don't know about house of Gucci being like the definite there. I mean, and then you got Spencer Dune. Well, this will be one of the technicals. It sits out and, you know, nightmare alley. No one really knows what that could become yet. So that yeah. could, get like booted out of there but Dune gonna get other technicals i would love to see spencer that would be mine but also cruella you're right i didn't love cruella but that's definitely one of the things that
1: did right for sure kind
0: of leo any anything on that no i don't
1: know because i was gonna ask about Dune's inclusion into this category but when sean broke it down that this will probably be one of the ones that it sits out because it'll be involved or so heavily involved in the others that makes sense to me
0: yeah i actually think um the brilliance of the because I do I don't have it winning but I do have it nominated. The brilliance mm-hmm. of Dune was they did an Academy screening with the costumes on display when the first when the movie first released. Jeez, so no, yeah. no man. <laughs> so they knew <laughs> they knew what they were doing. Um Cinematography. Um, oh man, this is this is the probably the most competitive or one of the most competitive. I have Power of the Dog, and honestly, everything is like one A, one B, one C, one D, one E because. <laughs> um. So I have Power of the Dog at five. I have Belfast at four. No one's. I've seen this movie already. The Tragedy of Macbeth. I have at three. Um. I have because the trailer at long looks a- fucking beautiful. I have the Nightmare Alley at two, and then I have Dune at one. I mean the cinematography in Dune is
2: chef's kiss. Soldiers dropping down in the desert. Uh, just dropping down and then just sort of disappearing into the hot sand as it sort of goes on. That shot's going to stay with me forever in Dune and there's no way you can't get a cinematography like win from that kind of situation. Um, I mean, yeah, your list is very solid. Tragedy Macbeth, I've heard like just like, you know, the cinematographer behind that is very, very well known, very solidly known. And, you know, this movie is like
0: literally beyond like almost white backdrops as far as yeah. I'm concerned the whole if, way through. It's very minimalistic. So when you watch it, you're going to be like, my God, I feel like this was just shot in the nineteen thirties of how minimalistic it is. And you that relies solely on the cinematographer at some time yep. which that guy probably was like, Really? I gotta do this. Um,
2: I mean the other ones, yeah, Power of Dog, Belfast. Um, it's so I see um Spencer for me. Like it's looking like it's at six right now. Um I have it at six as well. I oh god, I want that in there so bad, but I can't take any of these out. Like, but Spencer
0: that's such good cinematography so the shot for me and Spencer a lot of people look at that overview when you first get to that castle but the over <laughs> for me it was Christmas day and Kristen Stewart is walking along the the, the river and you see Claire Mathon's shot of her you see her, her uh, image on the river while she's walking and I'm like oh my god that ref- the reflection on there is my god I was just like oh. I filled a I cup I filled a cup man
2: the fog, the fog machines they use <laughs> like just to like it's like it's dreary Christmas day on a summer's day and stuff like that, and I was just like, oh my God,
0: this is just you know wonderful perfection, wonderful. yeah, um, so yeah, cinematography is gonna be a battle, production design now so i'm gonna i'm gonna I'm gonna go with what um Sean says it has the movie being good has nothing to do with production design. <laughs> Oh, let's! Uh, oh, I want to! Oh, I, oh, I know exactly where you're going. <laughs> um, so, going to say it? Is he going to
2: say it? Number say
0: it. number five. Actually, I don't know what you guys are thinking. I'm going to say, but I think I'm going to say it. Uh, number five, I have West Side Story. Oh, okay. Wow. Number four, I have Spencer. Number three, this is where I get gross. I have the French Dispatch. Yeah, be, oh, yeah that makes sense.
1: That
0: makes sense. Doesn't? Yeah, it's just automatic. Number two, I have Nightmare Alley, and then number one, I have Dune. I'm telling you, Dune, oh, Dune is. I thought is... you were gonna
3: go Versace. I thought you were gonna, you were gonna get Versace
0: to uh, no, win. House of Gucci, you mean? You mean of Gucci? Gucci? Yeah. Elvis. I thought you were gonna get House. No, Gucci no, no, to no, no no, I was no, like, no, no. Oh my God! Can he do it? I, All right, I no. can't do that. I can't do that. It. Yeah. No. Go ahead, Sean.
2: The problem is that I just saw Spencer, and so I like I keep on wanting to put Spencer in all of these, and you know, like think the, the production design in Spencer is amazing because they are just like, "Here's a mansion, do it again," and it's like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> so it's just one of those deals where I'm like that's wonderful. I mean, yeah, unfortunately, Wes Anderson automatically gets a production design nomination. It's like Meryl Streep with acting. Um, because it's just like you, it took you 700 years to make this little Christmas village that the characters are going to walk through. So, you know, just enjoy, like, you know, enjoy that kind of stuff. This is me being down on Wes Anderson, even though I like the fresh Dispatch. um, West side story. Uh, this is interesting cause we haven't been talked about it in a bit, but this is, is him creating a whole world in there. I think if he, if there are going to be some pickles it gets production design will be the best. We're, but broken record here for me, Dune is winning production design. It it actually kind of has to. It has and to. And it would be very yeah. strange if it didn't. Yeah. Like, I I know some of these are going to go to other films. I, I get that. I'm going to make peace with that eventually through, like, you know, a couple of months of therapy. But like,
0: <laughs> I, I, how does Doom now win production design? It's so good. But, it reminds oh, me uh, of, what? um I, I personally love Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but it reminds me of that when per- Hollywood was in this category. I'm like, you don't give it to anything else, but once upon a time in Hollywood. So that's <laughs> yeah. that. That's how I felt with Dune. Like I, the production design is top notch. Uh, moving on to animated feature, I feel like it's four films are guaranteed, and who the fuck knows what number five is.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so at number five, and listen, this is just a. I like the movie. I don't think it's going to eventually get in. I have worries and Frank. Sure, why not? I got nothing fucking oh, else to put. Goodness. I got nothing else. I got nothing else to put in there right now. Um, number four, I have Luca. Number three, I have Flea. Number two, I have my favorite animated film of the year so far, The Mitchells vs. the Machines. And then number one, I have Encanto.
1: Okay.
2: I have your fifth. Um, Raya and the Last Dragon. Oh, please, please make that happen. Sean, make that, that happen. Here a... Here is the problem with it is that you literally forgot about it because it jumped, it, it came in. Like, I mean, let's see, when did the window close the end of February, yeah. like beginning of March, March, it got released. I mean, wow. Is this film trying to avoid getting nominated by the Academy? I've never seen any <laughs> film hide from the Academy more than getting nominated two seconds after the embar- like the, the last year. So that's is that there's not going to be that. However, looking at the rest of them here, I can't see another animated film doing it. I'm looking at the other stuff. And so I think that it will be Luca,
0: Mitchell's versus Machines, Flea, Encanto, and Ryan Last Dragon. I That's, see those those are the big five. My only concern with Raya is that there's already – this is me just maybe overthinking – the fact that there's already a Disney animation film, not just Pixar. That mm-hmm. So the votes may go there rather than Raya. Although I yeah, love right? Raya, I love the movie.
2: I will say this: like they, would, they seem.
0: Oh, go ahead.
1: Would Sing two have a chance to sneak in here? Or yes, no? yes, yeah. Is it
0: when does it come out? And uh, I see it next week, but uh, I think comes out Christmas week. Sing two could come in there, yeah, yeah and that, that could like balance out some studios. Yeah, that like, could that be it. Absolutely, you yeah. you nailed it. Um, but I think Encanto's winning. Encanto, yeah
2: i think so too um it's it's interesting though because yeah i think so (laughs) (laughs) i was gonna try to bring up a hot take where mitchell's takes it
0: but that no uh, that's what that's what i want because (laughs) i love that that movie it's still in my top 15 of the year i adore that movie um and now we get to the heavy hitters adapted screenplay which is the (laughs) trashiest adapted screenplay lineup in fucking a long time That sucks, man. <laughs> I, I I don't know. Listen, I understand why Aaron Sorkin said, Hey, we're going to campaign being the Ricardos that's adapted. Then probably someone asked him, What book is this adapted from? <laughs> like, <laughs> is this adapted from I Love Lucy? Um, So he switched to, look to the original. At I Love Lucy bio and you just, you know, be like, I'm gonna adapt It adapted from this. <laughs> so, adapted screenplay I have right now. I have The Last Duel, I have Coda. I have West Side Story, I have Nightmare Alley, and then I have Jane Campion winning for The Power of the Dog. I mean,
2: Jane Campion winning for The Power of the Dog makes the most sense because she's the most likely to win Best Picture um, at this point uh, with a couple of other films being likely to win Best Picture. Um, But, uh, yeah, with that, I mean, I can't really think of anything else going over it. I mean, I'm happy to see some of these movies here that probably won't be seen anywhere else. Like, yep. hey, cool, Coda's here. I would love to have seen I Coda.
0: I love Coda so much. Like
2: that, that would have been great to see that in all of these different categories, maybe a few performance categories. But Apple TV's uh, idea of promoting a film is like screaming its name into a paper bag. and, <laughs> over and, over. and they,
0: so, <laughs> I will say this about Apple. They better get their shit together with Marty's movie coming out next year.
2: I'm, dude, he will just kick him in the shins. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I mean, they're doing a little bit more promoting with Tragedy of Macbeth, kind of, but like, you know, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know how Apple TV can't do this. Like, they made the iPod.
0: And you like, know what? promote a movie. And you know what's crazy, you Sean? Promote it on your phone every day when you wake up. They add it like, on there like the U two song. <laughs> the crazy <laughs> the craziest thing, Sean, about Apple is I think Apple has the out of the streaming services, the best accessible press site. Because they don't need you don't need to request anything. They just add it. They added, and you can log in at any time. And wow. so you don't it, it takes a lot of my time. It it gives me more of my time of having to say, hey, publicist number 45, can you give me Coda now? No, Coda is just there on the date that it releases for, for press, which is like great. But going back to your point, they can't run a campaign for shit. And that's why you another movie that uh, I think Sean has seen that I saw at Sundance is you haven't heard yet. And that's Mass because Bleecker Street is. Absolute garbage. your Street is garbage. And I'm like, I mean,
2: listen, I know Mass is a bit, we're going to talk about Mass, hopefully, here. I think we're going to talk about Mass in a couple of categories. I, I don't think so. I
0: don't have it anywhere.
2: I might bring it up at yep. once or twice. Yep. Get ready. I know where you're going. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Good, good. um But it is unbelievable. Like, it, it's a tough sell because it's a movie that is horrific and horribly depressing. But, you know, so is the power of the
0: dog, I've been told. Well, so, you know, when you you're we're gonna talk yeah. about it in picture. When you said you think Power of the Dog is winning picture, I don't when you watch it, you're not gonna think that anymore. Mm. One of, it's one of the like top twos. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what I think. Like, yeah. But but you are right, it is. We're we're gonna be in a more happy place the, I I future. will say, like, I agree with you when adapted. If being the Ricardos actually did go adapted, I could see Sorkin winning that because okay. Jane Campion already has an Oscar, so it's not like last year where we had to give Emerald Fennell an Oscar, which she deserved, because Power Promising Yacht Woman is incredible, but um, this year, that would have been a nice fight between Sorkin and Campion. And then also,
2: we might also be giving Jane Campion an Oscar
0: this Ooh, year already for interesting. Maybe. Maybe.
2: For that- production design. <laughs> <laughs> uh-
0: that is the that is the most wide open field though when we get to in director. Um, so original screenplay now. Now this is now these are bangers. These these uh, I. <laughs> so I have been the Ricardos of five because it's Sorkin and Sorkin never misses unless it's Steve Jobs and they disrespect that great movie like they're like the asshole Academy does sometimes. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I have been the Ricardos. I have probably my favorite screenplay of the year. Come on, come on, it's. Oh, very cool. That movie. Oh, I want to see that so bad. That movie broke me. It destroyed me. Uh-huh. Um Woody Norman has probably my and I'm not speaking hyperbole. I don't like to be prisoner of the moment, but um Woody Norman's performance is probably one of the best child performances of all time. It is that fucking good. And then Joaquin Joaquin choosing this after Joker was the most brilliant decision he could have ever done because it is a very simplistic, quiet nuanced performance that you don't you know he's not going over the top or anything along those lines so but yeah i have come on come on at four king richard at three belfast at two and i have paul thomas anderson finally winning an oscar with um licorice pizza oh shoot
1: that's yeah. awesome yeah leo so, I, yeah go ahead no no so with, with licorice well with paul thomas anderson as i know you mentioned it a little bit earlier too like as far as like his the accessibility of the films that he's done prior, um, like. So you said boogie nights. I know boogie nights. What other things has uh, I guess would would
0: there will be blood? Okay. okay. Oh wow, they're
1: definitely not alike to each other. <laughs> Phantom
0: Thread, Magnolia, um, Punch Drunk Love. He oh. inherent vice. He doesn't direct movies very often, so. Ah. Uh... He's more. In, I'm not going to say in quality because they're very different directors, but I would. I would put pta under like the david lynch i don't direct movies very often mindset so oh shoot like david lynch only has like i believe 10 movies in his entire career and pta is up there i don't think he has he doesn't have that many movies so it's an event when he drops a movie and he hasn't won gotcha. an oscar so and he should have won listen uh, i don't know how sean feels about 2007 but uh PTA should have won the Oscar for directing and picture for "There Will Be Blood" because that movie is a goddamn masterpiece.
2: You know how I feel about 2007. I hope that uh, both teams have a great game. It, <laughs> it is one of those things where, like it's like no <laughs> like, everyone like definitively has like no country for old men should have won, there will be blood should have won, and I'm like. We just saw the two greatest movies that have ever existed <laughs> and I'm just like, you know, I go back and forth in other words. I I really do. I I would if I saw it the other way. I, I wish
0: I I think Sean, I think that's one of the years I wish that we start that the academy was more into splitting because I think that would have been the perfect split year. Split. Yeah. yeah. Um but yeah, licorice pizza, I don't think, you know, I think okay. this feel this feels good. Uh Sean, do you have anyone else but licorice?
2: Um, nothing. So, Licorice Pizza sounds like the best one because you know the other things I could think of that could get. I mean, there's a lot of great films for original screenplay, but the other things that I could actually get it don't make sense. This does seem like a PTA year. Everyone was wondering if this film was even gonna happen for a really long time. They had no idea what was going on with this. So we didn't know the title forever. Like it was like one of those like really like fun things. Um, but uh yeah, I think Licorice Pizza has this one. um I will say that this is this is what I'm talking about with a uh, with a uh, mass um yeah. yeah long shot city long shot city but because some of the some of its highlights are this one for you know screenplay i i really think it could truly work out um a few of the other ones that i've seen, like you know adam mckay don't look up oh like, duh and, it's adam mckay of course yeah, it, it's adam mckay so it's like the, it's the streep award where it's just keep on going with it and uh the weird one i'm seeing on here for from a lot of lists which is strange is king richard which that
0: doesn't seem like a screenplay that challenges does it doesn't it doesn't yeah yeah, like so seems like a corny one king richard is um i enjoyed it a lot because i really expected to walk in there and one i didn't know it was two and a half hours so when i went into my press screening i'm like wait what (laughs) 2 i'm like what (laughs) so when i saw it i was like okay so Yes, it does have the sports film tropes. It, you can't escape that with a movie about the Williams sisters. But it's also it, what I think it does well. It does incorporate the family dynamic very well. It's more of a family drama rather than just a traditional sports film. So I think it does that well. I don't see it winning, but this goes into my correlation to picture. Like I think it should be in there if it has a chance to win picture. So you kind of see like the big dogs in adapted and original screenplay because I. Uh, I feel it should be there. I don't think it's gonna compete. I think it's between Licorice Pizza and Belfast to win. Um all right, cool. Moving on to the acting categories, supporting actress. I gonna I'm gonna preface this by saying I know she will probably get in because her name is Meryl Streep, but I do not have her in just yet. She is my number six. Um oh my god. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I don't know why. Because it's Meryl Fucking Street.
2: <laughs> she's not getting. She's not getting in this year. We've been talking about Meryl Streep getting in because of the acting stuff. The, the movie's too late. The the, the role's too small. I, I I can't even see her coming near
1: it. But uh, who knows?
0: She may she may chew the scenery so much she'll get in. So all right. <laughs> so I have in my five. I have Ariana DeBose for West Side Story. I have Angelina Ellis for King Richard. I have Ruth Nega for Passing. I have Kirsten Dunst for The Power of the Dog. And I have Katarina Balfi. Winning for Belfast.
2: I love that you have Katerina Balfi winning for. Uh, Belfast. She's so good, right? It's, Isn't she great? I, I, I unfortunately have not seen Belfast oh, yet, but also gosh, I, she's so I great. love her in general, though. So, like, that's 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 great that she like you have her. That's that's um that's a big winner. Um, I, you know, I'd say with me, I. I have pretty much the same stuff. Of course, now this is where I'm starting to do my thing where like I'm just like picking my favorite of the year. <laughs> um I also think and dad out and with mass is gonna go in there.
0: She could very um, well get in, I think.
2: This one is an interesting one because there's the four the four players in mass are all like, you know, the best the best in there. They're you know, everyone has their own like, you know, favorite. Everyone like, you know, and so it's really tricky to say, okay, so who goes in? Like, cause all four can't go in. You can't have two people. You could, but like, come on, let's be real. Um, and so you know, Jason Isaacs, Reed, Bernie, mm-hmm. um, Martha Plimpton, all deserve to get nominations as well. But Anne Dowd kind of has something where, first of all, you know, I like to make the, she's running. Um, she's campaigning for this one. She's yep. doing a lot of work around, and also a lot of people love Anne Dowd. I mean, she's Aunt uh, Aunt Lydia uh, from The uh, Handmaid's Tale. So like, there's there's a popularity there also, and so there's an eye catching there. Um, they think she's good in that. So there's some voters that will like, you know, catch her eye there. Oh, maybe I'll see this mask thing. Uh, then they'll cry for two hours, and then they'll say, "Wow, she was really good." Um, and so, um, oh, he's he's not
0: he's not joking, Leo. That movie's the <laughs> most. I I took a shower after that movie.
2: <laughs> I'm telling you, you're just it's like oh, you're just watching four completely broken shells of human beings talk to each other. <laughs> Once again, tough film to sell. <laughs> yeah, but. Um, it's truly great. Um, the other I love uh first of all, really love that you have Ruth Negan passing on this. I agree with that one wholeheartedly. Um another one I'm thinking of uh is Marley Matlin
0: in uh Coda. Oh, she's so good in that. She is so She's great. so
2: good in that. And kind of like Mass, it will be like, you know, it's like, hey, we didn't honor the really good film that we should have honored, but here's a couple of actress nominees for you. I'll, I'll take that. I'll
0: take that. <laughs> and it go- and it goes by the reason that I'm not giving as much love to Coda as I want to, it goes to the Bleecker Street argument. Apple just can't yeah. campaign. And that's a shame because Coda is in my top five favorite films of the year. Uh, literally, that final five, ten minutes broke me. It was so war- heartfelt. So good. So um, good. So yeah, I I am agreeing with you. When you see Belfast, I think you'll be on the same boat with me as with Katerina winning. And I've never seen no. Outlander, so yeah, I'm I'm actually curious.
2: You don't have because uh, I actually am thinking if like you know, I don't know who's gonna win this because it's an absolute mess. So you have her winning. That's awesome. I I thought a lot of people have Dunst winning right now.
0: Um, I think it would yeah, be we a think... weak. I think it would be a weak winner. Yeah. Oh, I haven't she, seen it. Let's she know. doesn't she doesn't have a lot to do. She doesn't have her Oscar. She's very. She doesn't have. She doesn't have a scene. She's very. No. See, that's the thing. She's very good. I'm. Not- she deserves to be in the five. But I don't think like Katarina has an Oscar scene. Like absolutely oh, has. Man. a scene. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, Kirsten doesn't. She's just s- consistently very good throughout the movie. And I just love Katarina. And I love the final scene with. And I'm not going to spoil it, but there's a big dance number at the end of the movie, which is like got me. It reminded me of another round, but not as depressing as another round. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, good stuff. Now we move on to supporting actor. Um, My number five, oh, and boy. I'm going to champion the <laughs> fuck out of this this actor for the whole season, Um, Robin de Jesus from Tick Tick Boom. I haven't... Yes. Yes.
2: <laughs> I haven't seen the movie yet, but I saw um, Boys in the Band from last year,
0: and he was amazing. And yes! He... And he he has an Oscar scene, which is oh, oh uh, it broke me, Sean. Like it abs, like I I I've always joked, I don't really cry at real life events, but with movies, any little thing makes me cry. And uh, Robin de sure does that in Tick Tick Boom. There, first of all, he is hilarious, and then he has a moment towards the end of the movie that you're just like, my, you're broken for him. It is such an incredible performance. I am all in on him after seeing it, Sean. When does this come out for Losers Like Me? Is this, is this <laughs> It'll be out Friday. It'll be out Friday. I, gonna, yeah. oh,
2: I, I, I love this actor so much. Um, he actually he came up from like, the uh, like, city I teach at and everything. So, oh, wow. That's like, awesome. Oh, my God. I don't know him as was a student. I would have had him as a student of drama, of course. But no. It's, oh, my God. So
0: <laughs> definitely famous. let me know what you think when you see it, because I think you're definitely going to love him. Uh, number mm-hmm. four, I had J.K. Simmons in being the Ricardos, because he has been one of the standouts in the reactions. Uh, and uh, full disclosure, I, Leo definitely knows this. Listeners know this. Um, I Love Lucy is my favorite all-time show. So this project has been something I've been eyeing for six years since it was first announced in 2015. So uh, I actually love that. This is one of the castings I did love, J.K. Simmons yeah, as yep. as Bill Frawley. I, and I have him in. I have, This is a, a hot take because this does not happen very often. So I have Jamie Dornan and Syrian Hines in for Belfast. I know, I know. They're gonna cancel He's each other it. out. They're gonna He's cancel it. It. Yeah, they're gonna cancel each other out and I'm gonna feel like an asshole. But uh yeah. Uh number one right now, because I've heard he is ten minutes away. So uh one of my buddies is the award debtor at Variety and he saw it last week and he had tweeted out that um Bradley Cooper is ten minutes short of winning an Oscar. I still have him at number one.
2: That is my number. Bradley Cooper's winning an Oscar. I mean, this is a very—you first of all gave a very defined like like list that is very good. My list is just an absolute tornado aftermath because <laughs> I have no idea. Who's going to be in this horrible category. There's, just, there's still like a structure or like, you know, left over that's like,
0: she's a real firecracker. And I'm just like, I don't want to deal with you. Go I away, Jerry. I, I, I literally took him out after I saw the movie. There was like yep. nothing about that that was going to have, have like, me keep him in there. His,
2: his On Gold Derby, he has dropped considerably. Um, who's but, your number uh, one, I, by I, the way,
0: in Gold um, Derby? My
2: number one, I think, is Bradley Cooper. Um, is that, I think is that, that Gold Derby's one as well? Oh, unfortunately, no, and I don't even want to say Gold Derbies out loud because it doesn't make sense. But it's Cody Smith McPhee.
0: Yeah, you can you can stop that now. Yeah,
2: that doesn't make any damn sense. I I won't even. I don't know what's. I think there's <laughs> like a virus on Gold Derbies right now. That, but they also have uh, Richard Jenkins on here for uh, the, the humans. humans which, uh, yeah, I, I saw but, it.
0: It's it's fine.
2: It's fine. I think it's like, let's give Je- Jenkins another Oscar nom. Maybe, maybe he'll win kind he deal. Gets,
0: but what about, what do you think about this one? If they want to give Jenkins love, it's going to be Nightmare Alley.
2: I think no one knows anything about Nightmare Alley yet,
0: right?
3: Or, no, no, like that's uh, the
0: thing. they will in two weeks. And I, w- I, w- I won't, be- no, I won't because it's Disney. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh... I,
2: yeah, you know, I don't know why, um, I'm trying to think of like the right way to say it. I think it's oh, because and this is this is gonna the reaction to this is not gonna be the right way. Um, but or you know, I'm gonna be a giant hypocrite in a second. Um, but because it's like this all-star cast in Nightmare Alley, like Richard Jenkins sort of might just belong to something and belong to like one portion of it here, and therefore maybe like he won't stand out. So and I've and seen that's not I, the case for other things. I've seen
0: don't. the original Nightmare Alley. Okay. Um Ooh, nice everyone is exactly what you said it's specific to a point in the movie um the true leads of the movie are bradley and rooney like absolutely yeah. the leads. so i i for a while i was seeing people say oh there's no way Kate's not gonna campaign lead i'm like have you seen the original i'm like <laughs> that she is as supporting as it gets and uh 20th century did announce this week that uh Kate is going supporting. I don't think she'll get in, but uh yeah, I'm with you 100% on that. I think it's um it for me it all depends how much they love the film. If they love the film, sometimes they throw, look at Roma, look at Roma with those nominations. Yeah, that was big. Yeah. Cuz no one saw those comings. And you are know. and I and I know in my final prediction, I'll love to have you on when we do our final prediction, the Random fucking nomination from random movie number nine hundred and forty five <laughs> that that shows up in this in these categories. Uh I'm looking at you. Um, actually, I'm Pinocchio. looking. At you. Oh yeah, Pinocchio. <laughs> I thought Pinocchio was gonna win one of those
2: categories. I actually had it down for makeup. Yeah, that I, I did, that was one of my other blockbusters.
0: Mike, I'm telling you, when I say my bros, my Oscar bracket was friggin' terrible last year. It was absolutely awful. <laughs> yeah, I didn't do too well. I ended up like in my final like. I did 18 for 22 or 23 compared to like the parasite year. I went 23 for 24 and I was, Oof. I got Ford v, I got Ford V Ferrari wrong because I had 1917 winning both sounds that year. And that's why, yeah, that was a tough way to not get to lose a perfect Damn score. Balls. um But yeah, that this should be an interesting one. Bradley Cooper is my number one right now because he, he is now the Susan Lucci of the Academy Awards.
2: Yeah. He's got that, like the whole, uh, you know, never won kind of deal. And it's just, this is kind of just like will smith will well, talk about that in a second um but like sort of that clear path like yeah where, I
0: agree. you know
2: there could be a few upsets but this will this will be that
0: so for lead actress here we go um number five she's not getting in but i love her she's great in it jody comer in the last duel she needs to be in here she is that fucking oh, good God. in this movie i i i'd really hope that this happens um number four i still have her in i have lady gaga uh, for House of Gucci. Mm-hmm. Um, she's, she's Lady Fucking Gaga, so yeah. I think she's gonna get in. Number three, I'm not as huge on this performance. I think it is very good, but I don't think it's Oscar-winning. I have Jessica Chastain in the eyes of Tammy Faye. I think it's. Okay. I don't. I don't like the movie, so that's probably why I'm not as big on the performance as others. Uh, after yesterday's reactions, I immediately moved her to number two. I have Nicole Kidman and being the Ricardos as number two, uh, and then Kristen Stewart uh for Spencer. Uh it's one of my favorite performances I've seen in like twenty years. Like she's so fucking good. Um but I am re- immediately going to throw to Sean this egg. Um oh. I am starting to think that Spencer is going to go the route of Jackie. <laughs> this is a lot of people have been talking about this. Yeah. Um and
2: I'll I will counter counteract that with the mo with the most saying that Natalie Portman's performance as Jackie O was not as good. I'll just say as good instead of being mean, not as good as Kristen Stewart in this. I agree. I agree hundred percent. And so I think that, or you know, like, and I think that therefore Kristen Stewart could carry at least herself to an Oscar. Spencer is not going to be in the best picture race. Mm-hmm. Spencer will garner a few technicals. Um, I'm thinking like a costume. I'm thinking of production. Yep. Um, God, I would love that frickin' cinematography, man. Um, and that would probably be it, honestly.
0: Yep, um, I agree with now,
2: you. Now, like here, here's where I go with this, because uh, everyone always keeps on doing this. Now they keep on doing this where they say Kristen Stewart, like you know, she's like right now way too much momentum right now. Um, like you know, and I say, who's the number two? Who's going to be the one that beats? We the didn't next? have one until now. I think. I I don't this. And so I'm going to – it's going to be interesting to see when the world sees Nicole Kitman. Yep. That'll be what is interesting is when the world sees Nicole Kitman and what they think versus Kristen Stewart in this. Now, can, the problem there is a lot more people will be seeing Nicole Kitman instead of Kristen can Stewart, I throw?
0: Can I throw a a case for Nicole? So um, outside of her being an Oscar winner, this reminds me a lot of Renee Zellweger in Judy. Oh, what Holy shit! Oh, mm-hmm. because the the in terms of the she already won an Oscar. She's playing an iconic like Judy Garland is royalty in in Hollywood, and Lucille Ball is on another fucking tier of royalty to Hollywood. If this movie gets a Best Picture, if it does as well as I expected to. I think Nicole can come up the middle and win because it is going to be in a best picture nominee. I I think I, I would be shocked if I think Nicole's better than Kristen Stewart. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. But I also am trying to look at the, you're a victim to overthinking. I'm a victim of stats. I, (laughs) I look at all these stats and then I'm like, I, I think she's going to remain my number one until ask until like the season really kicks in with like all the, all the award shows. But yeah, that's. I think Nicole has a Nicole is a legit threat now, and this is honestly will, just from reactions. Obviously, I I haven't seen yeah. the movie yet, so I can't even talk. I will say, in
2: terms of the Judy, um, the Ju- Renee's Renee Zellweger and uh, Judy uh, comparison, um, I was born in 1989. Back in 1989, it was defined at that very moment that Renee was gonna win. The Oscar for Best Actress in Judy. It was that far back (laughs) in time. Like I mean, like right now, (laughs) it was it was forever. Like I remember, like it was just (laughs) like they're doing. Renee Zellweger was cast as uh, Judy. They're like, she's wearing the Oscar.
0: (laughs) (laughs) How did you know? And (laughs) that and the crazy thing is, is that the complete opposite of I while I compare with the type of person that each actress played it's a complete opposite of appreciation and not appreciation from the daughters of the person they are playing. Cause um, mm-hmm. Liza Minnelli destroyed Judy. If you guys remember that she's like, this is not authentic yeah. portrayal of my mother. So on and so forth that you guys should not see this, blah, blah, blah. Lucille Arnaz has already spoken that she saw the movie. She thinks Nicole's incredible and it's an authentic representation of her mother, which is, um, night and day to reaction so it's going to be very interesting if the globes were here I would see Kristen winning drama Nicole winning comedy and then we have a battle royale to see who wins the rest and we may still get that because we do have the um, the globe still giving out awards <laughs> yeah well, this is how we will be watching the Globes. <laughs> <laughs> and my my last argument for Nicole is this um, Prince William is the president of BAFTA I do not think Kristen Stewart is getting a BAFTA nomination.
2: Yeah, probably not. Um, they, there was another situation like I remember that actually. Yeah, um, but yeah, BAFTA—that's a tough one. You, we yeah. have
0: to take it serious, unfortunately, because if Nicole at that moment and yeah. if Nicole wins SAG and BAFTA, she's winning the Oscar. Like I, I can't see her now winning the Oscar she wins both of those. So it did I? Did I change your mind a little bit, Sean? You, you look perplexed.
3: Leave him alone. He's already <laughs> indecisive. <this life. laughs>
2: yeah, this is what's gonna happen. This is what's gonna happen. You're <laughs> am gonna put. I'm gonna put Nicole friggin' Kitman on my stupid <laughs> box list, and then it's gonna be Kristen Stewart. because That's the easy choice, and then I'm gonna look like an idiot again. Don't and get me wrong. No.
0: Kristen is definitely my number one, but Nicole is definitely yeah. now my number two. Um, well,
2: I I actually the like that you answered.
0: Yeah, you you finally answer the
2: question of who can be the number two because truly, like everyone's just like, I don't know, maybe Jessica to stay.
0: And I'm like, no, because six people saw that movie and f- four of them hated it. Yep. So <laughs> you <gonna> tell- <laughs> And and I always and I always like going with the depression. If if you can't decide who is number two, there is no number two. Yeah. Also, I think
2: Olivia Colman's getting nominated because she's the new Meryl Streep who gets nominated for everything.
0: Oh, but, yeah. That's probably going to – that's honestly – yeah. yeah, that's going to take Jodie Comer's spot, and I'm going to be very heartbroken about that. Jodie
2: Comer's not getting nominated, and it's really messed up. I mean, truly, they – and I don't know how you do this the right way. Uh, Jodie Comer should have been marketed and still could be and maybe still selected in Best Supporting Actress.
0: She she uh, wins in if she's in there, I think. They, I think –
2: um yes i think
0: so yeah i would i would probably give
2: it to her yeah oh yeah yeah definitely yeah Yeah,
0: seeing katarina's performing i think she's great in it but no, jody jody is so damn good
2: katarina's as high up as she is that's got my uh my soon-to-be wife is going to be thrilled by that
0: (laughs) (laughs) And, and my and my buddy lee over here loves outlander so
1: yeah, yeah, man, Outlander. That Outlander crew is gonna—they're gonna carry her.
0: Um, so moving on to the last three categories, uh, lead actor. I am probably moving him out, uh, for my next update, but I still have Javier Bardem and being the Ricardos at number five. Um, that's the only one that I don't feel good about. Uh, the rest I feel like are pretty sure things. I have Benedict Cumberbatch and Power the Dog at four. Denzel Washington, Tragedy of Macbeth at three. Andrew Garfield, Tick Tick Boom at two, and Will Smith at one for King Richard. Yeah, this this will be this may be a complete sweep, but man, this could be a bloodbath. This could be a Michael Keaton, um, Eddie Redmayne situation where we think that Michael Keaton was going to win the Oscar, and then Eddie Redmayne comes out of nowhere and takes it. That was such a weird year Um,
2: of everything. I remember that. I'm trying to remember that year now. I'm still pissed um,
0: off that Michael Keaton lost.
2: By the way, it would have been great. Um, This is Will Smith. Yep. Uh, this is will smith uh in the easiest forms um, mm-hmm. i'm not even talking about number twos um like you know the, the the way we look at this is you know the way you know the oscars want to try it. and this is the gross way to talk about it it's the way the oscars want to stay in touch and like or like try to what like be something different than like you know oh give an oscar to will smith uh will smith has never won an academy board we want to give one to will smith not even about like you know, we want to give one to him um also like you know combine that with uh Or are they giving it to him for a crappy performance? No, they're giving it to him for what – I have not seen it yet. What I've considered to be – what I've been told is a pretty damn fine performance. It
0: wouldn't be one of those Oscar wins where you're like, oh, man, it's just a career Oscar that's not that good. He is very good at it. I just think Andrew Garfield's better, but I wouldn't sit there and say, man, Will Smith robbed anybody. He would deserve it if he gets it. Um,
2: I think uh, Andrew Garfield on Tick-Tick uh, for Tick-Tick Boom makes a lot of sense considering like everything he's done with uh, the other movie um, that I can never remember the name of now with Jessica Chastain.
0: Um, oh, uh, Tem- uh,
2: Eyes of Tim Tem- Fey. Uh, like he was like loved on that one as well. So, you know, he's going to get a lot of that. Um, did you say you had Denzel? I missed it.
0: Yeah, for A Tragedy of yeah. Macbeth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that it's, one's one I don't know about. It's his best performance in years. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, he's very, very, very good <laughs> in it. Um, I'm not a fan of Roman, Israel, Esquire, whatever that movie was that he was nominated for. Um, I'm not too – I'm blasphemous to say I'm not too keen on him in, in Fences. I think he's very good, but I think he's so much better in this. This is top-tier yeah. Denzel, I think. Um, and, then, yeah. Yeah, and, and then Benedict is just – it's the best performance of his career. So
2: This is like – yeah, this is a Benedict performance, like a solid Benedict performance. Um,
0: I want to talk about uh, Dinklage. I hope that doesn't happen so I don't have to see that movie. (laughs) Every year, man, man, every year there's one movie. And I always joke with Leo and some of my boys that I'm like, I really hope this isn't a thing so I don't have to see it. Last year was Ammonite and I didn't have to see it. So I was very happy about that.
2: I watched that one. That was a tough one. (laughs) Uh, I was curious and I shouldn't have been curious. Um, But um, no, I think, um, I don't know. Like, I, I would love to see Academy Award nominee peter dinklage um maybe for something else but like this one looks this one looks tough without a doubt um bradley cooper nightmare alley was mm-hmm. another one i was thinking of but i think like his licorice pizza love is gonna go so high that i think you know we're not really gonna focus on him as much for nightmare alley and someone else will take in yeah, yeah. um because it's weird the, the oscars flipped on cooper i feel like where they all they all loved him like and they were nominating him for everything and then they started to a star is born happened and like they kind of didn't give him director and then they started to hate him a little bit um it feel like there were a lot of reports that, that was like, one their of
0: interviews man that Oscar you talked about weird oscars that 2018 oscars are one of the oscars. weirdest oscars like i've ever been a part of it's never want to be a part of that kind of oscars again wow and, and i feel like i I like this movie more than a lot of people but i don't think it should have won best picture but i i actually predicted green book to win best picture it's not a
2: bad prediction when i mean hindsight for me but like because like, i because i didn't predict it but then i was like oh that actually doesn't make a lot of sense based on all the crap that's going on
0: i don't think they were ready for an international film to win um picture then one year later then parasite <laughs> came in and said you know what and i think that's the biggest case with parasite is like it like it took, con- took control of the conversation right away, and then it mm-hmm. just never let it go. The argument that I always give, though, is that uh,
2: Parasite was in theaters, um, and most of the Academy hates um, Netflix and hates streaming services. Well, yeah. And they even still do. In the year where all we could do was watch movies on streaming services, they went to Nomadland, which, yes, went on Hulu eventually, but was in theaters for a certain run.
0: Yeah. Being no, played I'm...
2: completely to open the completely to like no one was in there, but
0: um ugh, man. Tough. All right. So let's finish this off. Best director. Um right now this is like one of the who the fuck knows type of things. So <laughs> I have uh right now I have Lin Manuel Five for Tick Tick Boom. Probably not gonna happen, but I'm just gonna throw some love in there until it doesn't happen. Uh Paul Thomas Anderson for Licorice Pizza, mm-hmm. uh Jane Campion. For uh, Power the Dog, Denis Villeneuve for Dune, and my winner is Kenneth Branagh for Belfast. I th- think that feels feels right, at least at the top. I love this, and I'm pretty close to the
2: same thing. The Lin Manuel is definitely a gigantic swing. Oh yeah, one. yeah, yeah. I am gonna. Um, I am calling yeah. my shot. <laughs> like it, it's a cool swing i'm i'm, I'm like, cuz i think they really i mean everyone loves him well but I, I think they really like him in that directing performance so i what think what are you uh, down for that
0: what am, i i know i'm forgetting something what am i forgetting for a director oh.
2: so, so i looked at i'm i'm looking at it here and you really aren't um i'm looking through them but i would say that um
0: Guillermo del Toro um, oh yeah could be, yeah uh, oh could be one i just remembered who i forgot adam mckay so, I don't know if he, well. Let's see where is he. I'm not going to look at this. I'm I'm going to stop stop <laughs> looking at
2: Gold Derby. I look at Gold Derby too much. That's I need to shut down that like block that side of myself
0: because
2: um, I, I that's like looking at the stats before fantasy football. It's just you know, um I'm yeah, like,
0: that's too. Yeah. I'm, I'm while we're it. talking, I'm literally like have my fantasy football <laughs> You're tinkering, You're
2: tinkering with your lineup. <laughs> tinkering always tinkering. Um, so I think Yomo's yeah, getting on there, but um, the, it's interesting for your win because. You know Kenneth Branagh, boy, this is a tough one because I think Kenneth Branagh, you're right, but I feel like it could be another split with Jane because we're talking about how you know you I I haven't seen it, but I know that it's going to be a miserable movie. But you know Jane made the miserable movie, which usually is what gets best director, um, and the uh, the popcorn hit gets uh,
0: best uh, picture. I'm, I'm, I'm still miserable, by the way, and as I powered the dog three months ago, I'm still miserable. <laughs> I mean that's me but I you know when I saw like you know yeah any movie <laughs> it's a no it is it's it, I'm not really and I got to admit I'm not really a big fan of Jane Campion so this is the my favorite film of hers I really did enjoy that's- it it was really solid I- stuff That's actually
2: what I've heard. I heard it's like like the PTA thing. It's a little bit more accessible, and And I think that I mean accessible
0: for Jane is still not accessible.
2: Let's dive (laughs) into this
3: (laughs) horrific landscape. (laughs)
2: Oh my god! The
0: reason the reason I don't have Jane winning, uh, I guess to defend my point here, is because I have her winning screenplay, and I've seen starting with La La Land, the Oscars don't really like giving multiple awards to the same person. Mm -hmm. Like the Quaron stuff in 2018 felt like an outlier of them giving him cinematography and director um so but then robbing him a best picture yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like,
2: we'll give you these three enjoy them but
0: <laughs> oh an international picture. feature yeah i, I yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they, gave
2: him, they gave him the world and it's like yeah but best picture i mean come on um and, yeah. i i think i i'm not against kenneth Brano winning at all I, not not even from a, like not like like your prediction of it i think that's like a fairly like solid week. i think that's a good one a one b um Denis Villeneuve got shot in the foot when they said dune part one um because now it's like they're gonna wait for him i
0: i immediately said this is gonna be return of the king status they are gonna give him the oscar for the second part
2: better be good
0: better be a good part
2: two, buddy (laughs) because that's your shot um and then the other ones i mean del toro already won he's just there as an honor as an honorary guest uh paul thomas anderson licorice pizza you know yeah, it's not really. I wonder.
0: Yeah, let I like me let me throw your Go. thing, and we'll finish that picture. I wonder if I'm looking at this wrong, and Bron is winning screenplay, but Licorice Pizza is winning director and picture. Uh,
2: Paul Thomas. Oh God, I don't want to say this statement, but I'm going to say this statement. Paul, no, I don't want to say. I'm going to say the statement. Paul Thomas. <laughs> Paul Thomas Anderson is more of a writer. Yeah. He's, also he, yep. He's also an amazing director. He's also an amazing director. But I think that Paul Thomas Anderson is more of a writer. He would like his Oscar um, in the writing category. The writing, yeah. 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 But, I mean, he doesn't have control over that. <laughs> like, but for sure. Like that. But that's what maybe he'll be pushing for. Maybe they'll be pushing for a little bit more. And I, I just also don't see Paul Thomas Anderson getting get director like at all in this one. I mean, he, I mean, it's just it's just such a stacked category. And I just see Campion and Bran are just so far up front. it's one of those two.
0: All righty. And then to finish up, best picture, uh, I have Being the Ricardos at 10, Don't Look Up, Nightmare Alley, Licorice Pizza, West Side Story, Top 5, Tick, Tick, Boom, The Power of the Dog. I have Dune at three. I have King Richard at two. And I have Belfast winning best picture at the moment. Uh, I go under the mindset of it's between Belfast and King Richard at the moment. Um it's a very weird thing for me to say, because usually when you have a number one and number two, there are two completely different style of films. But these two are very much crowd pleasers. But um, yeah, that is my 10. And um, I don't have Spencer in right now because of the Jackie situation. So I, wa- I want to put it in, but I can't at the moment. As much as it pains me, Spencer's not going to be
2: nominated for Best Picture. Yeah, um, and I don't think that's going to harm Kristen Stewart's chances. I think that will be okay. Like that's the one thing I keep on like meeting to like you know think that that's going to be uh, good. Um, I mean Belfast winning, uh, that's like perfect. I mean it's winning it's winning every single audience award at every single film festival. Mm-hmm. Um, when you win every single audience award at every single film festival, that means you're the audience hit. Um, you're there. I mean. Be- what belfast does is it's a i'm i'm seeing it like literally after this i'm seeing it and uh you know it's a feel good film surrounding a very
0: that sounds gross. <laughs>
3: even the dinosaurs <laughs> uh, <to> watch
0: <laughs> that sounds like you had it the t rex from jurassic park <laughs> And this will not be edited out. I am absolutely leaving this. <laughs> that is crazy. Before he can say
1: anything, that dinosaur wants to chime in. He's like, nah, bro. So, Leo, so thoughts bad. before
0: we finish up and we get Sean's uh, last I thoughts.
1: Guess, I guess my, my, only, my only big question is, I guess, the power of the dog seems to be getting a lot of love from both of you in a lot of different categories. Is that like a clear-cut, like, top fiber? to take serious though yeah, or is it yeah. that like
0: it's just way too depressing man the Oscar ain't gonna go gotcha. for another depressing movie for the, like the 40th straight year I, I, like Parasite is an incredible film but it's not the fucking happiest movie in the world yeah, um, Moonlight is not that happy uh, The Shape of Water is really not the happiest movie in the world they haven't done it, like a feel good movie in a while actually right
2: yeah, I mean, like even last year, there was the opportunity to do some feel-good films, and I think what you know, directors started to do is they started to realize let's make some feel-good films after like the past two years, and so they have some of these like pretty much like when you think about it, some of these films got pushed, but most of these films were made in the pandemic, yeah, and so most of them are going to be these upbeat films. Most of them are going to be like pretty like solidly upbeat, like you know, forget about uh, forget your troubles, troubles go on, get happy. Some of them are also about, like, you know, hey, we're, we're still going to acknowledge the fact that this kind of stuff is going on. Then some directors are like, I'm going to make an art piece with Benedict Cumberbatch and Kirsten Dunst, and it's going to be, like, you know, emotionally draining for you. Um, and, you know, it gets tricky on which one. And then you, you make know, Mass.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah. And then Mass, which is, like, my top film of the year. <laughs> and I'm just like absolutely a puddle still when I, like, go go back and think about that. Um And uh, but then you have King Richard, which like, you know, uplifts you. This happens every year at the Oscars where Mm -hmm. they're thinking about, like, what do we want to do? Do We want to like, do we want are the audiences or audiences are the Academy voters bummed out? Are the Academy voters like, you know, like, like crestfallen beyond like all the stuff going on in the world? Or are they ready to lift up and like, you know, like, are they ready to like see something new? Or do we want to explain something that's like incredibly artistic? Um But in those two regards, it's tricky to say what it would be here. But it's so funny that like Power of the Dog versus Belfast, which it's not really that. You're right, it's not really that. But like it's the once again, it's that kind of thing. La La Land versus Moonlight. Um, You know, Mm -hmm. uh, Green Book versus Roma. It's always like you know, happy, 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 and then like you know, like let's let's talk about yeah. So there's always that kind of uh, nature. I mean, Nomad Land just like was just nothing else was touching it.
0: Yeah, (laughs) there was never really a number two. I think in the end, end number yep. two. No. <laughs> like, I, I wanted to make Promising Young Woman number two for, and I fought and fought and fought to make that number two, and it just, just was not what it was. And then Francis- Good for you,
2: I tried with Minari. <laughs> oh, Minari. You,
0: had, you You had a harder <laughs> challenge than I did. <laughs> or oh, he's got a shot guys you're like parasite <laughs> just you're happen. like parasite just did it last year we had an international film win we can do it again <laughs> um but yeah this is a great conversation guys uh Sean, thank you so much for being on this is a yeah, blast Def- definitely a blast. want to have you on for final predictions and then uh a post reaction show so we can just complain about how they got it wrong again
2: <laughs> I get so mad, but yes, I will happily do that.
0: <laughs> awesome. Is there anything you want to
2: plug before we go? Uh, the two things I got the podcast, the guy at the movies podcast with Joe and Sean. We talk about a bunch of movie news, movies we saw, all that good stuff. Um, and uh, also uh, my Instagram, uh, Math Teacher Movies, uh, where I review all different types of movies of all different shapes and sizes.
0: Awesome. And Leo, as always, pleasure to have you on. Next week, we are going to look at the 15th anniversary, and yes, we will feel old, of Martin Scorsese's best picture winning, El (laughs) Departed.
1: The Spanish version, clearly. I didn't even know that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Until then, see you at the movies, kids.